<clears throat> All right, everybody. This is uh, Aborted Jesus again with uh, Endless Pajamas. And uh, yeah. I think right now is probably the best time and only time we could probably do one more podcast before we leave, we leave this place. Well, no, we're going. And uh, we've got quite the adventure on this one. Hell yeah. So uh, stay tuned. It's going to be a interesting... Do you have to go pee? Are you, no, are I just you? went. Oh, okay. Never mind. All right, well, hold on. I want to be... Hold on. Hold on. It's going to be a good episode. Oh, my God. There's so much. Everybody, there's so much. Like, this... Yeah? I'll take one, yeah. All right. Give a sec. We're grabbing some beverages. Duh. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> oh, my God. I still got fucking water in here. I have a gangster. Yeah, All right. Uh, well, how should we do this? All right. So, everybody, we are uh, closing our Biloxi. 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 Biloxi, Mississippi trip uh, with a, uh, a good note. It was, it was quite fun. It was very, very interesting, to say the least. I mean, I've learned a lot about people that I've never met, and it's almost like we're all old friends, and (laughs) RJ over here has shown his true colors, and I found a light in somebody out of something they love to do, and it took no time at all the minute the passion was handed to the next person it was just amazing dude (laughs) you fucking found somebody that that was that was a really fucking so we should explain that situation well so we we should start from the beginning though the beginning yeah no like 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 i'm saying this this whole this whole this whole half hour has to be like from this is the end. This dude. is the timeline. This is, yeah. Our everything, legacy. Everything. So since you've come back, I want you to share your side. And then we'll go from there. All right. No, hold on. We got to pop that. Oh, okay. Uh, well, fucking, do you have a lighter? <laughs> <laughs> do you have a lighter? Oh, I don't guys. fucking have one. Oh, I can use your inhaler. No, no, no. I have an idea. Dude. Oh, my God, folks. Oh my god. So, real quick, there is a slight disturbance in force. There is a there's a very very amazing person that I've met in uh Mississippi. And personally, uh this way works. Bitch, don't tell me how. Okay. There we go. Okay. You showed me. She was uh, quite the host. I don't want to disclose her name, but she was pretty. She was pretty chill. Really like this girl. Yes. And uh, I think from now on, we're going to try with the group that we have gathered. Is going to be a recreational thing to where we have reunions. Yes. And party together and keep that same. Uh, energy 
Yeah. It was quite the group, dude. I'm not gonna fucking lie. This is pretty awesome. <laughs> so anyway, um, RJ has something to tell you, and we're gonna uh, start from the beginning. Since, you, since, <sighs> since you got back, what have we done <laughs> since you've been back? My memory is dog shit, so you're probably gonna have a lot more than I do. <laughs> oh my but God. uh midway through this whole little job I had to venture back to the town that we live in to reunite with family to go to <sighs> Disneyland. Yay! Everybody loves Disneyland. Great place. And uh met with family, did a lot of that shit. I also talked to some pretty interesting people, some people who may or may not have committed beatings in high school. <laughs> oh my god. <gosh. laughs> He's one but, of those kind of kids. Yeah. He's just different. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I got back from Disneyland. I got back here. Golly gee. I just remember getting back it's the like first day. <laughs> yeah, right? I remember getting back the first day, and everyone's almost done with all their shit. So I work for like seven minutes, and then we all go to our rooms. <laughs> food that food that I was good and uh, just being in the social space again <laughs> just like not having to deal with family and some kid looking at you and if you don't smile back and then the kid starts crying and then you're the dick oh fuck him fuck him but uh what kind of gum <laughs> <laughs> but very nice getting back oh god we had some pretty good experiences uh I know I'm probably skipping over a lot, but no, we did you're go. not even like scratching the surface, bro. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm probably about to make a big skip, but uh, we went to a fucking haunted house. Ryan met someone that I've talked to a few times now, and is actually super fucking interesting. And she's intellectual, so it's neat to have those kind of conversations about someone who's just passionate about something they've researched and done stuff on right but meeting her we went to this haunted house can we say the name of it oh yeah not sponsored but there's still great terror on the coast yeah here in biloxi no gulfport gulfport sorry (laughs) uh good time there so while i was there with ryan and all our other co-workers there's these things called like zombie juice and they mix a lot of alcohols in there and I got mine with an extra shot and I got like two of those and then I also had an Eaton and then oh you're standing in line two of our other co-workers who ordered theirs with three shots in them made me chug like a quarter or a half of one guy's drink and then made me chug the second half of the other guy's drink <laughs> so by a certain point in time I just I was out of it I was gone uh, I remember being in a car, and then my face facing toward the asphalt, and I like, nah, I'm fine. And then I'm in a car again, and then I'm back face down on the asphalt, going <laughs> like, oh no, nah, this time it's coming out. So I went through that. <laughs> you guys, you guys got some driver to fucking come pick me up oh. and take me back to the hotel, and I get into the car with this guy, or you guys put me in the car with this guy. And he starts talking to me, and I'm just like, I don't want to hear your fucking voice right now. He's like, you, you're going to be all right or anything? I'm like, I'll be fine. Don't talk to me. Don't just talk drive. To me. 
And so he did before, not before asking me, you know, a shit ton more questions. Uh, yeah, fuck that guy. <clears throat> but I made it back and I just passed out. We wake up <clears throat> today. Yes. We all went, we all woke up, we went to Waffle House. That was a pretty fun time in and of itself. Just everyone waking up after the previous night of fun and, I don't know, tomfoolery. <laughs> so, we go to Waffle House, then a couple of us go to a go-kart racing track where the carts go real fucking fast. Oh my god, no, and, okay, yeah. Uh, I, I got my whole bit. I got my yeah. whole bit right now. Alright, go ahead, continue, continue. We go through that. Ryan, like, two times out of three fucking Murders! I fucking fuck. murdered people on this fucking track. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie to you people. I was hung the fuck over, bro. I'm going to let RJ finish. But I'm going to give you the entire start to finish. Yes. I'm, I'm like rose-tinted glasses because my memory's selective, and you're like the actual time. Oh, bro. So, oh. in my fairyland. In my fairyland. In my fairyland. The land of my people. Anyway. <laughs> oh, dude, dude, <laughs> you're fucking... Do that shit tonight. She's, so... <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, that shit was too funny. Do that. <laughs> oh, my God. The minute I said something, she's like, why'd you laugh? And I was like... <laughs> 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 cheers, cheers! Oh my god, it was too fucking. Funny. So we were sitting there. Uh, what what was I at? Um. Okay, so we went go karting, yeah, that yeah, whole yeah. thing. Yeah. All right, so then tonight we all go to this kind of drum circle, and it wasn't like what your wacky imagination of the seventies creates in your mind, but. It was an actual just circle of old dudes with the drums and shit. Okay, one guy did have weed, but besides the point. <laughs> but it was just a great time hanging out on the beach. Ocean's nice. Stars exist because we're not in Vegas. Did you ever go swinging? Did you find swings? There were no swings at that point. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, well, I we're... feel like I said you went such a horrible fucking destination. <laughs> no, it's fun. Dude. I hung out there for a minute. It was <laughs> Everybody nice. was like, where is he going? And I was like, oh, he's going to go swinging. <laughs> He's gonna have a spiritual moment. He's gonna go swinging. Uh, but yeah, I I tried to go to a park towards the end of it because there's a park nearby, but there are no swings, so it was late as fuck. But we finished that what? up, and this lady, this very special lady, we went, you know, we went, we went, we went, we 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 no, get, on, we went on, over on, to her house. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get too carried away. <laughs> Let me tell in the in-betweens of what you've discussed. Okay. This is from my POV of his entire night. <laughs> like, huh, huh. Oh, okay, so... Which, this is the night where I this, have... This is everything, dude. Everything. Everything this kid has gone through in the past 18 fucking hours. No, wait. What time is it? It's okay. Two twenty. Um. What was it? What? Uh, oh wow. What? All right, hold on. So it's two twenty right now. I'm gonna tell you from. Let's see. We. I met up with her about. Uh, no, about six fifteen, six thirty. She picked me up. So, she picked me up about six thirty. 
Okay. I went to the bar, and her and I started to drink. Next thing I know, we left there about 7.30, got to the place about 8 o'clock, and then y'all met us about 8.15, and then Jake and everybody else didn't meet us until about 8.30. Before then, we were drinking all those zombie drinks, mm. and Mr. RJ over here likes to... Uh, Sit these things down, like, <laughs> do it. Oh my god! So anyway, um, me and this girl were we're kicking it, we're talking to everybody, shooting the shit, and a couple minutes go by after we bought our tickets to go through the zombie house. Uh, it was one of those. Uh, everybody had their own experience. We have uh, one guy that works with us that's very uh, dramatic when it comes to people touching him and shit. So he's about to swing. Uh, Endless pajamas over here is telling everybody, fuck you, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I got a, I got one jump scare right at the end. Uh, me and this girl, we uh, were walking together, and like I look over and I see this girl like standing in this corner, and I like looked at her, <laughs> and like I like pressed my nose towards her face, and then she bumped towards me, and I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> It was, it was pretty funny. It was a really good place. Uh, yeah, like RJ said, Terra on the coast and uh, Gulfport, Mississippi really good ass time hell yeah so after that we all decide to go to a bar which the glory hound but they call it down here the glory hole nice <laughs> at this point endless pajamas is destroyed he's he's probably had so let's say these zombie drinks are about what seven eight dollars uh eight yeah they're about eight dollars so these things are uh, gin, vodka, and Malibu, and, and then it's like. Did they put tequila in it? Yeah, there were, there probably was tequila in it. <laughs> and then it's got like some fruity ass fucking drink in there, and it's like, it was like white and blue, so I guess it uh, could, could have been. It would be a zombie, yeah, like for the brains or whatever. I guess. But uh. <laughs> Mine wasn't blue. <clears throat> oh my god, dude! The, all the ones that I fucking drank were just fucking blue dude like no white and blue like her and i were sipping on those drinks like a like, smurf oh. came into a smoothie uh yeah yeah <laughs> so uh at this point the entire group that we were with oh, i really want to name off everybody but okay hold on so hold on hold on hold on so we got tree beard oh uh, roderick deets nuts deets nuts uh we got uh ayla no, we would be Ellie. Then we could uh, do um, David. Yeah, we could do David, and then we got R thirty two. Then we got who's R thirty Drew. I'm not gonna say you, you know who it is, Mister Lap. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, this entire time we were at this place, everybody's kind of, like, in their own feels, and the minute we're going into this fucking haunted house, everybody has their mindset on, like, fuck all these people. The one thing I was real pissed about and I'm not too fucking happy with with this company is the fact that I paid for a fucking wristband for 25 fucking dollars. I get comped the $35 pass, which is, like, a free pass. Which I didn't care for. I didn't really give a fuck. The fact that they fucking took it off my wrist and said, oh, we take these. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? 
dude, there's no way I'm not walking away with something from this fucking place as a memorabilia. That's why I bought the fucking shirt and the hat, you fucking dick. Like, I spent 40 fucking dollars so I could have some sort of fucking memorabilia from this place. I paid $25. I could have kept that fucking wristband. For sure. Hey, you did take something else. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, oh. Just a silly t-shirt and hat was no just price for the misdeeds you have suffered. Oh, Oh my God, people. Oh. So while he was hold on. No, going hold through on. the haunted house. Alright. So prior to all this, RJ oh, and Liz Pajamas is uh That's alright. We're we're making both our, are monikers. Yeah. We're making our way down our aisles. And the entire time RJ is just immediately fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> I literally just told Probably mostly Almost decorations. every fucking person in that place. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> so we make our way out of this thing. And next thing we know, we're getting ready to leave. We end up going to another bar. <clears throat> this point, RJ is very, very mobile. <laughs> he's, he's, he's at a point where it, it was like almost too much fun. <laughs> and the entire time, it, it was cool because... He he vibed with everybody that was in the car, everybody that we were kicking it with, were with this girl and uh, me and two other people, which would be uh, David and Ellie. Uh, RJ, at this point, is like, I want to get out of this car. I don't want to be here anymore. This place pissed me off. We're flying down this fucking road, banging some fucking music. <laughs> and, like, we get to this other bar. And Endless Pajamas is like, oh, dude, I got to throw up. I got to get out. I have to get out. I look back at him, I'm like, you have to throw up. He just looked at me with his hand covered over his mouth, and he's like, yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. I got to throw up. Are you okay? He shakes his head. Nah, dude. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not fucking good. Dude, the, so the fucked up part is that this girl's car, the passenger door where RJ's at, <laughs> He can't open it because it's got like the child safety lock on. So we have to open it for him. So every time we're freaking out if he's going to throw up or not, the girl decides to get out of the fucking driver's seat and run around because she knows what's going on. But we don't know that her fucking passenger door is like fucked with the child safety lock. So, dude, I, I feel so bad. I, I really do. Like, I was trying my fucking hardest to open it. <laughs> She's like, dude, it's not going to be it to go outside. I'm like, I can't do that. And I'm like, I could get out of my door and then fucking open the door for you, but dude, it was it was terrible. I felt so bad. So we ended up getting to this bar. It's called the Office. We originally to start at the Mermaid, and then it was supposed to be the Glory Hound, which is Glory Hole. <laughs> but we get to the office, and we're sitting there with just about everybody. Endless pajamas is uh, not feeling so hot. Oh no. We're feeling we're feeling a little bit bad for RJ. Feel pretty bad. We're feeling we're feeling pretty bad. We're feeling pretty bad. <laughs> and uh So uh, uh the guy after R thirty two? Well firstly, the thing is is that there were some other complications that made uh us young folks be the way we were uh. that night. And it's nothing that's like ever altered what we were doing. So we're we're just having fun, but 
there was a point where uh, Mr. Endless Pajamas uh, took a downfall. And it kind of sucked because he, he, he hit a point where he's like, oh, I'm functional. Oh, I'm not so fucking functional, too. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm done for. At that point, I got a talking to from somebody that knows Endless Pajamas very well. And uh, if there was a ever issue, there would be some repercussions, we'd say, you know, from a third man. <laughs> from a third guy you third know man. but uh no it uh it kind of made me laugh because we're sitting there talking and he's kind of like getting loud mouth with me about how he's acting and i'm like dude he's drunk he's fine like he's just drunk <laughs> at one point i said hey robert and robert like turns to the right with his cheek and i'm like yeah, well see? screw endless pajamas and rj now <laughs> whatever Keep going. <laughs> I did say your name, didn't yeah. I? <laughs> <laughs> See, dude, it's, it's fucking hard. Like, dude. Who cares? Right. I'm Robert. Go on. Yeah, and I'm Ryan. <laughs> 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 so, now, anyway, um, this entire time, like, we're, we're having this discussion that this kid is, like, not doing very well. And... We keep thinking like he's he's gonna be fine. There's there's no reason to freak out. He threw he threw up probably about three times <laughs> since we were at that bar. Yeah. And all that time before that, dude, we were fucking singing. I mean, dude, we were going crazy in her fucking car. And dude, I keep looking back and you're just <laughs> and dude like is dead. <laughs> 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 dude it was it was fucking insane dude. it was pretty funny so anyway like uh after the bar like we ended up getting rj uh an uber and the uber driver was a uh, well-versed in making sure you made it home okay said by a certain person uh-huh and uh <laughs> kind of made me laugh because he leaves goes to the hotel it's rj's night the rest of the night, we go to four bars, I believe. Damn. I probably spent about $290 on fucking alcohol, dude. I'm not even going to lie. Shit. Yeah. I had... So, the first bar her and I went to was that Shark Place. And I had one shot and two beers, and then we left there. Met at the uh, the haunted house, and then we all had all those drinks. I probably about had three of those mixed drinks. It was about fifteen dollars a piece, so about thirty five, forty dollars. <laughs> and then from there, we all went through the maze, came out, and went to the first bar. That's where you got fucked up. And then in that bar, I had three other shots, and I had about six other beers. Uh, that was probably about one hundred and ten bucks. And then from that bar to the next bar, I probably spent about 20 other dollars. And then the next bar, I probably spent about 40 other dollars. Dude, it was fucking insane, bro. I'm not even going to fucking lie. And the funny part was, like, the entire time uh, Endless Pajamas is in this car, the girl we're with, she thought he was so adorable. She's like, oh... He's trying so hard not to throw up in my car. <laughs> you know, oh my god, it was it really was like the cutest thing ever. 
And you, you are. You are like the fucking cutest thing ever, bro. Thanks, bro. So, this, these past couple of days have been the most eye-opening thing ever. From, I mean, recap from the haunted house to, um, the bars, the, the drum circle tonight, uh, getting fucked up with her, like, it, uh, these, it's so sad to say that, like, I'm gonna miss all these fucking people. I really am. Like, this was one of the most amazing experiences in my entire fucking life, dude. <laughs> I'm not gonna fucking lie, bro. I'm Ugh. not gonna fucking lie. I'm not gonna lie, dude. God. This was one of the most amazing experiences ever, dude. She is fucking exhilarating. She is one of the most intelligent, beautiful kind person I've ever met and it's just more than what you would expect from a place that you don't really see much action except like beach folk like it it just seems like a very old beach town and then aside from the kid oh my god people oh my god oh (laughs) Jesus so a kid got hit in front of the the place that I work at and I was down and like active on the scene. I saw everything. Unfortunately, part was like when all this shit happened, uh, I ended up giving this kid the shirt off my back. Unfortunately, he didn't make it, but uh, very tragic things have happened since we've been here. But For sure. Everything that has happened, like in a three, almost fucking four week span, I've had the best time of my fucking life, dude. I'm not gonna <laughs> fucking lie, bro. Like, I will not lie. I would love, and we all have this fucking plan. I fucking stole first base. I stole first base, you fucking jokes, dude. I fucking <laughs> stole first base, he dude. He was the guy. I was the fucking guy. And we're gonna <laughs> sign it date it we're gonna fucking hand it off and this thing is forever a memorabilia of this fucking town bro it's i dude come on come on dude i'm just saying i fucking oh people you have no idea you have no fucking idea this this entire fucking experience about 235 this entire experience has been i know i was just saying it's like a weird thing oh you have your pen uh, can I hit it, please? Can you hit it? You yeah, have it. You, no, what? I gave oh. it to you at the campfire. <clears throat> oh, it's over here. That's your lighter. Could it be in your jacket? Probably. Oh. You got oh, it? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <sighs> People... You can't imagine, like, going somewhere and not expecting to meet, like, really good people. And I met this very beautiful girl that was most encouraging about this place. And every person that I work with, that I've shared all these experiences with, have been the most humble, real, true fucking people I've, like, ever met, bro. (laughs) This is top fucking tier excitement like 100 percent. we play vr we've been on paddleboat adventures 
we've gotten all fucked up, like, getting drunk at the bar, adventuring down in fucking downtown, you know, like, going to fucking haunted houses, going go-kart racing, bro, yeah. oh my god, dude, go, so fucking go-kart racing was, creamed us, oh, go-kart racing was probably one of the most funnest things to do while I was down here, aside from, you know, being with a certain someone. That's 30. Or around it. Do you want to split this into a part two? Uh, not gonna lie, I want some fucking food. Some food? Alright, so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna. <sighs> Can we? Call a break right Can here. Can we? Ah, uh, yes, dude. Fuck yeah. We're gonna call right. a break. Head down to EDR, get some food. And we're going to be right back. We're going to fucking continue this rampage. This legacy story. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. We uh, are going to be right back. I got a face ID. Is this fucking toilet retarded? Yeah, bitch. All right. Oh, dude, we're not even close. Oh, 29 minutes, bitch. But no. All right, everybody. We're going to uh, we're gonna come back right quick. We're going to go get some food, and we'll be right back. All right. <coughs> okay, so we're back. <coughs> Let me just uh, clear my throat. <coughs> oh, my God. Look at all this white stuff on my bed. Oh, fuck, dog. Oh, it's on mine, too. Oh, no. What? How crazy. Oh, we're just two wild, crazy boys. I'm fucking hungry, bro. Yeah. I'm so hungry. Just stripped to my skivvies. Rock the on some fucking food. I got the fucking wildest bruise on my fucking ass, yo. So, I was uh, giving a set demonstration to Emma's pajamas here. That's something that I am going to miss. Just, just, just because. But I decided to mimic something, and uh, I threw my ass onto a, a very hard, stuck-out piece of glass that is attached to a fucking wood table, and I've got this decadent fucking like bruise on my ass right now. <laughs> And it's fucking red and purple, yo. And it's a straight line. Yeah. If you want it, you fucking message me. I will send you a picture. <laughs> I will send you a fucking picture. This was the most brutal and, like, painful fucking thing ever. Ugh. And I was hung the fuck over this morning, bro. Oh, my God. So, anyway. So, last night... After uh, <laughs> Endless Pajamas here decided to go home, uh, we all sat around, played some pool, drank, shot shit. Next thing I know, me and Chickadee are leaving. And it kind of made me laugh because, like, we were walking outside, started talking to a group of people, and then as soon as I went back inside to say bye to people that I saw there I came back outside she grabs me by the hand she goes we're going home I was like yeah but what made me laugh was the next morning 
I was more afraid to find out like what RJ went through. <laughs> okay. Remember that entire night? Her and I sat there and talked about the fact that you tried so hard to not throw up in her car. <laughs> the fact that you were honest <clears throat> and you were like very understanding of the situation. Mm. Made everything so fucking funny, dude. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, bro. Like, you being where you've always been, <laughs> it just made me laugh because, like, that's why it's like I tell everybody, like, dude, why are you tripping? Like, calm the fuck down, bro. He's just drunk. Like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> dude, I'm sitting there and fucking, I'm gonna, I'm talking to by somebody that knows RJ and. Not even that well. Yeah. And he works in this company and, like, it made me laugh. He's like, oh, you know, well. No disrespect because of, like, loyalty in the company. But I was like, dude, it doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> I didn't force him to drink. And then I fucking find out that the reason why he's drunk is because of these two fucking people. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm getting to talking to him about what he took and what he's doing. I grow up. He's drunk. And he was. He mm-hmm. threw up all over the fucking place. I mean... I consider but, it pretty confined. I think we had a really good time, though. No, we had a good time. I'm saying, like, my spot where... I lost it. Like, um... I don't well, think it was all over the place. It was designated to the curb. No. No. <laughs> the point when you lost it is when we got in the car and we left the fucking <laughs> the haunted house and we drove to the bar. That mm-hmm. entire ride to the fucking bar, Bo, was <laughs> fucking amazing. Listen to some really good fucking music. Man. I think all these three people... Ellie, David, and this girl for showing me Rainbow Kitten Kitten Surprise. I'm going to fucking continue to listen to this person for the rest of my life because I fucking enjoy the music. But we sang just about every fucking song that came on the radio for 20 minutes and just drove around for like, that's legit, it seemed like. We were just driving around, but she's an amazing fucking driver. Amazing driver. And she's, uh, she's funny. So it made that entire, like, adventure super fun. Nowhere in the fucking world behind that wheel. I enjoyed it. Like, we're flying through fucking, like, residential areas. 25 miles an hour. We're doing 70, bro. <laughs> like, we are fucking, dude, Robert, uh, you, you... If you were fucking alive, dude. If you were alive that night, you would have seen what the fuck mayhem we were creating. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy you were, uh... Okay. Oh, wow. Try the biscuit. Oh, I did. Biscuit's good. It's pretty good, right? Pretty damn good. So is the fried chicken. Well, if you... If you were awake the rest of that night, 
Mm. I'm pretty sure we would have a one hell of a memory. Yeah, but one guy got given drinks and he's a young lad, so. No. Yeah. I think it was kind of fucked up that they were feeding you drinks. Mm. I thought it was kind of fucking weird that like they kept to themselves. You know, like I don't give a fuck. You know, hang out with whoever, but. I was only interested in one other person, so I stopped caring at that point. But Fair. dude, I I fucking I fucking drank last night, bro. It so after uh, RJ gets picked up, everybody's kind of sitting around figuring out like what we want to do, and then she pops up with this other bar, and then boom, that's this other bar. We're playing pool. Cooking these people, there's dance going on, karaoke. Um, I'm sitting here thinking, like, dude, if I can play the pool, kick with a couple people for a little bit, I probably met over like 20, 30 people there. And then there's this fucking douchebag at the bar, bro. Remember that cat that we were walking by? His shirt said super dry. Oh, you were mm. with us. Hmm. Uh. So there was this cat that was walking by us. His shirt said super dry. I said, I like your shirt super dry. And he goes, I'm the opposite. So then I see him at this <laughs> fucking bar we're at. He's super wet. Yeah. <laughs> so like when I was down there, he came up to me and he's like, what did you mean by that? When you said, uh, when, I, when I, my shirt says super dry. And I was like, well, that's all I said. And he's like, yeah, but when I said, you know, I'm the complete opposite. I was like, what do you mean by that? And I was like, I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? So I told him, I was like, can I buy you a shot? I bought him a shot. And dude, this cat fucking went from zero to fucking hero. <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah. Oh. Go ahead. I just dropped my biscuit. Oh, shit. <laughs> but no, he went from straight fucking zero to hero and... Made me laugh because he was like, "Oh, I'm a Reem. I've been in the fucking force for like four years." And I was like, "That's cool, man." I was like, "I don't know why you're tripping out about your shirt." I was like, "Can you take your shot?" And he looked and he's like, "What shot?" I was like, "The shot that I bought you." He's like, mm-hmm, "No." I looked. So you're not gonna take our shot? He's like, "No." I was like, "Did you want to do a shot together?" He's like, "No, no, I didn't." I was like, "You do, never mind." I took his shot and my shot and walked the fuck away from that dude. It's yep. fucking annoying. Last night was uh, not quite a blur. I woke up this morning to a very sassy kitty. Very sassy. <laughs> so the animals that I met since I've been down here, I met Leia. I met Scarlet. And I met Bentley. I am Bentley the dog. Scarlet the older kitty. <clears throat> and Leia the younger kitty. Or the cutest thing in the fucking world. So, this Miss Prissy Pants, Miss Scarlet. 
I pass out. Um, I'm leaning with Chickadee. Um, so, actually, you know what started this? Huh? That pizza she was talking about. Mm. She's mopping up the fucking pizza and she didn't even give me any. <laughs> well, it's funny, it was like... She was being Bentley, a little bit of food. Um, Repeat. I said, she looks at me and she goes, oh, did you want something? I was like, no, I'm fine. I don't need she's up. But dude, she's like sitting there feeding her dog fucking pizza and she's like, I feel like he loves me. And I was like, I don't feel like he loves you. I think he loves you. <laughs> like, you like, why do you say that? And I was like, uh, I mean, you feed him pizza. <laughs> so like, <laughs> I think he fucking loves you, dude. Afterwards, like, when I came back to the hotel, I started kicking on the door because I was sitting here thinking like, oh, fuck. RJ's gotta be fucked up. There's no way he's fucking answering the door. I'm stuck out here for a good 20 minutes. Sorry, that was very near the mic. Why'd you have to crash that? I didn't mean to. Sorry. So, I'm sitting here thinking like, ah, fuck, I'm stuck outside. Not gonna be able to get him. Probably give it up at this point. RJ answers the door. I am approached with open fucking arms. Because I am fucked up, bro. Oh, fucking hammered. Damn. I'm inside to take a nap. Trying to. Little do I know. I wake up like five minutes later and I got two other people standing in my face <laughs> asking if I want to go to fucking breakfast. <laughs> So we're going to breakfast. We made it with another coworker who also joins us for breakfast. Yeah. Do we reminisce about the night? How everybody's doing, how everybody's feeling. And I'm literally sitting here thinking like, how the fuck am I alive, bro? Oh good yeah. How the fuck were any of us alive last night? We fucking drank, bro. But what was funny was like for how everybody was acting it seemed like the perfect moment for everybody to kind of get out of their shell and like I said like I met a lot of the other people on this trip and the girl that was a very good host to us the entire time yeah to miss her. I can't wait to see her do anywhere. <laughs> Dude, it's gonna be good. We have a good ass time. Hell yeah. But no, I think, uh, I think this trip was fucking fun, dude. I agree. This was one of the best and probably probably impacting experiences of my life. So this has been very nice. I feel like you if 
hit like a turning point in your life? Were you like comfortable around like big groups and shit? Yeah. No, I'm proud of you, bro. Thank you, man. Like, it means a lot to see like you uh, getting out of your uh, comfort zone, like experimenting, you know? Yeah. Get out of my shell. So I'm not gonna lie. There's sometimes like I hear you talking to Ellie. Oh, I got you. Robert, you know you can shut the fuck up at any point, bro. You know, just keep talking. I'm like, dude, this motherfucker is like flirting with this girl. Oh my god, dude. And she's taking that shit all in her tooth. She's having a good old time talking to you. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's the energy. What's the type of person you are, though? Like, yeah. you're, uh... You are full of fucking energy, bro. Yep. You're always listening. It's fun. But... <clears throat> no, I'd have to say, uh... The entire trip was, like... Super intense. Yeah. I had one of the best fucking times. Shut the fuck up, dude. It's my cup. <laughs> oh, that was your cup? I thought it was my cup, dude. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, my cup. Can you shut the fuck up? <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Uh. And on tomorrow, we have a we have a half day, and the rest of the group is gonna meet up on the docks and. We're going to do a paddle boat ride. Or no. So. First all. What? About our baseball. About our baseball? You already did. I did The baseball? Base? Yeah, you did. Yeah. Did I really? Oh. Yeah. Oh. You said I was the one. I was the guy. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did go through that. Wow. Well. Having all that finalized and, like, saved up. Mm -hmm. It'd be funny if that was, like, our mascot. The base? Yeah, like, every time we get together and shit. (laughs) Oh, it'd be fucking great. How clear would we be about... Hmm? How clear would we be if we were with, uh... R32 and uh, the other one. What do you mean, how clear will we be? Well, because. I think R32 will be good. 
And then, as far as R33, I can't definitely say. You'll have to ask R32. I mean, I feel like he'd be okay, but... R32 would definitely be okay with it. Oh, yeah. I just know that... That shit he did the other night was, like, really weird. (laughs) I was, like, not expecting that. What, with his buddy? Yeah, he's like, hey, can I talk to you? I'm like... I'm sitting there thinking, like... If he asked me anything gay, I'm gonna fuck him up. (laughs) If he asked you anything gay? Anything fucking gay, bro, I was gonna fuck his ass up. Because I don't like him from the start. Yeah. But, like... He asked me about you. And I was like, no, he's fine. (laughs) He's just drunk. He's like, no, man. He took something else. I was like, no. He's just drunk, dude. He's like, well, I don't want anything to happen to him. That's why I'm looking out for him. I'm like, yeah, and so am I. That's kind of why I'm telling you, I calm the fuck down. I <laughs> <laughs> dude, calm down. He's fucking fine. He's just drunk. It made me laugh because the entire time we were there, the only people that were freaking out were them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, kind of Elena. Oh, god damn it. Oh, oh my god. He's trying to open his sauce. Uh, but, uh, his dressing. Yeah. What about. Oh, you said her name. Dude. Yeah, I know. That's you how fuck you. <laughs> Ellie. Ellie. Oh, my God. All right, you know, whatever. But, like, I'm trying to calm this motherfucker down, and he's, like, not acting straight. And at this point, it's kind of like, yeah, it's going to get kind of fucking boring real quick. But this girl decided to show us around another couple of bars, and... It was, like, one of the coolest fucking experiences ever. <laughs> like, we we walked for a fucking minutes, bro. Until we found something that was, like, super fun. That entire time we were there, um, I was sitting there thinking, like, man, I wonder what the fuck RJ's feeling like right now. <laughs> like, I feel like he feels like shit, bro. That entire time we were in the car and we were, like, listening to the music, I was like, oh, this motherfucker's gonna hate us right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I was conscious enough to hate you. Maybe. <clears throat> but. I, don't, I don't remember much from that, man. <laughs> if it, if I was feeling anything, I thought it was just because of me. No. You were pretty fucked up, babe. Yeah. <laughs> you were pretty fucked up. <laughs> well, well, I like so he threw up, and then you were good. Yeah. I said your name, and you turned around. I was like, yeah, see, he's fine. <laughs> he's fine. That's so stupid. But it worked. <laughs> you understood me. Hey, RJ. Huh? He's good. He's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, dude.
Yeah. From that point on, like, I'm not gonna lie. You may have. No, I don't know. What? But. Like I told you, like, I I didn't foresee anything else with this girl since I've been down here at all. The moment I met her, <clears throat> I thought it was, like, a quick interaction to where I could just hang out with her this entire time. Yeah. That's all it's been. Expecting nothing else. And that night, I expected nothing, dude. I just wanted to lay in bed doctor kick it you know and the funniest part is that we were like literally going through the entire night of what happened and the fact that she fucking was there the entire fucking night talking was like the coolest thing ever and dude the funniest thing she was like i thought it was so sweet that rj was like trying so hard not to throw up in my car and i was like yeah i'm not gonna lie it was pretty fucking impressive <laughs> and like you look at him i was like you okay you throw up yeah <laughs> <laughs> alright we gotta open his door then but it kept coming up yeah held it down oof I don't know. she was probably one of the greatest fucking hosts this entire trip oh yeah um, Couldn't ask for a better fucking person. I'm legit. Oh, I can't reveal it. Never mind. Fuck y'all. I gotta wait. Y'all gotta wait. Mm-hmm. You don't get it all from just for free. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> what I'm about to say about her. Yeah. They don't get to know yet. Yeah, shit. <clears throat> Cause like that line I gave you the other night about the stars. Yeah. Yeah, I got another one for someone like that. Ooh. Mm. Very nice. <laughs> I'll tell you off air. Cause you deserve it. Yeah. Thanks, dog. We'll save that for later. Um, well, that's where we're at. Well, we're at almost 30 minutes. Huh. Honestly, people, um, I rambled for quite some time. So, I'm also, like, really drunk, and I just finished my entire meal. But this entire podcast was, like, <laughs> it's pretty fun. And I got a pickle. <laughs> <laughs> I got a pickle. You got a pickle. But no, it was, uh, this was one hell of a fucking trip. Yeah. Should we tell them about the, the final bit of tonight's? Uh, no, let's save that for, uh, another time. Let's save that for next week. When we get to the house. Righteous. Tune in with us next week when we make it back to the house. Yeah. Where it all began. Nah, that would be Oregon. No. But the house where it all originated. Ish. We'll get back to 
give me a better to the house to, to end story time yes uh, where everything went I get the beginning so not this good this is a ends. good pickle is it uh huh <laughs> it's a dill pickle dill pickle it's a dill pickle <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good you were a pimp Dude, like, no, <laughs> you had it. Yeah, really? Yeah, before we left, you asked for it. Oh, here it is. It's not. <laughs> it's pack of mayo. <laughs> <laughs> Did oh. you turn off the? Here it is. That's a lighter, buddy. <laughs> Turn off what? Uh, did we finish? No. Uh, okay. I'm still coming. Still coming at him. <laughs> Hard. Man. Well. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> He's fucking looking forward. <laughs> oh my. He's a fucking thing. It's probably in the bed. Oh. Oh. Might be on the bed. Is deck. that an invitation? Um. <laughs> I'm down, Boxy. Alright, where's. Uh, Look over there. Uh. Wait, where's my cigarette? Mm. Oh, you know what? It might be in my pants. Deuces. We are starting Disneyland now. Disneyland pins. He got some Disneyland pins. pins. You trade him. They're not shitty. They're like nine to four, Bob fifteen it. bucks. I need each. you to go right down to the ground. You don't need to be down. Why do I need to go down to the ground? Because you're laying This what? one's mine. All right, everybody. Uh, we're gonna welcome you back to another daily tuned episode of. Uh, the Aborted Jesus podcast, oh, no. introducing uh, Aborted Jesus and my fellow co-hosts, Endless, uh, Dookie, and so. Goose. Goose. Goose, and brought to you by Truly, Goose. my blue potato, because I missed her so much, and I'm so happy to be in the same area as she is, and I know that she feels the exact same way. My little blue potato, how have you been? Well, I know that you back. have missed me. Sponsored by Hi-Chews. Welcome back, guys. Sponsored by Hi-Chews. We can't do that. We're oh, monetizing. Sponsored by Hi-Chews. Yeah. 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 yeah, we can't do that. Sponsored by Hi-Chews. Sponsored by the barcode on the back of that bag. Hi-Chews. The depressing version. Brought to you by Guy Chews, because when nothing else tastes better than a guy's sack. Yummy. I can attest. So, um... On this episode, we're going to kind of go over a few things of uh, what uh, Endless and I have experienced since our trip out of the state. What the to, gang went through. Yeah, what, what, what the crew has gone through. We're not a crew, just dudes. Two dudes. No, I mean, it was a crew. We were all a group. I'd say we were a group. Yeah, we got, we really we got casual group. updates. And then we had things going on with us. Yeah. I wonder you're always going on in Europe. Place. So. No, no, no. Um, all right, we're, let's let's go ahead and start this off. Um, I'm gonna give a lowdown of like the five things that I thought were just amazing that happened. So uh, one being 
the highest was uh, the highlight of my life was going to TBT's, which is the Bouncing Tiger, and meeting the most amazing person ever on the face of this earth. Down to earth, very well spoken, very well mannered, very well taught, very well raised, and she's just like me. Mm -hmm. I've enjoyed it dearly. And I miss her so fucking much. I miss her and I never even met her. But the fact that she introduced me to uh, a lot of the things that we did in Mississippi Mm -hmm. upon RJ's arrival. Mm -hmm. And I told her explicitly that RJ wanted to speak with her because of how he is as a person. So um, there were some things that kind of made it uh, interesting because not only did Endless present himself from being a lost puppy to... Boy. A fucking found bulldog. It was a, telling, a found it was a fucking coming bulldog. Of age grab, story. grab my fucking yeah. nutsack, you fucking cunt. It was a but, coming of age story. Like of a boy. The the things that this kid has accomplished has just made me happy Project. about how I could see what congrats. I used to do, congrats. even though it was a very congrats. very different space. But congratulations, hey, congratulations, my friend. Now, those pajamas now, is now do it. Hell yeah. You've you've walked you walk among dude. men. But uh, so from TBTs met this beautiful girl. Started off as like kind of a a hit show where after we got dinner, got her number, got her Facebook, got her Instagram. To we her and I go to dinner slash going to get in drinks, and then we end up at a carnival slash um, haunted house, which was Terror on the Coast in Gulfport, Mississippi. Beautiful. We I had. An amazing fucking time. I mean, we all probably drank at least three drinks a piece. Drinks were seven, eight dollars. Mm-hmm. There was the brain matter, and then there was the zombie, mm-hmm. and the zombie juice was probably the fucking best. Seven oh, bucks for God. like three different types <laughs> of alcohol and like juice. some sort of like Kool Aid or some shit. But it looked like blue and yeah. gray, so it looked like you know zombie brains. Sounds good. Oh, that's cute. So through that entire experience, I mean, I stole probably. I stole the fish, I stole the hat, I stole the bar mat, I stole a bunch of coasters, I stole a sign. Uh, I probably walked away with about $6,000 in fucking property damage. Probably. But, I mean, it's, the funny thing is that a lot of these things will be repurposed because of the people I gave them to, but, um... Aside from that, the haunted house was probably one of the best times ever I had with a group of people that I had literally met within three weeks, got to know within two weeks. Very well-mannered people within a week, and it was the tightest fucking group I had ever met. And I can't wait for all you guys to fucking meet them. They're the coolest fuck people. You guys are going to love Dylan and Elena. Deets nuts. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So the funny thing is that I looked at our entire group as like a a category between how everybody is. Yeah. So you got, you got Endless, who's like the casual neutral, who's not entirely too sure where he's going to go. Chaotic neutral. You, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Chaotic neutral. That works. We're going by D&D terms. Okay. So then you got Rod, who is the, the back end, uh, like like sniper who's also very neutral he kind of looks out for the group he's true very, neutral yeah true neutral okay that makes sense and then you've got um r32 who is very loud and rambunctious and and Oop. belligerent in a sense r32 <laughs> and he's got two moods he's got hey and then he's got hey so 
He's really Aside from him, we got... Uh, we he's got, a Vegas native, too. Is that yeah. chaotic uh, evil? What? Is that chaotic evil? He's not chaotic evil. I'd say lawful evil. Lawful evil? Okay, yeah, it makes sense. Because he still sticks to his... That motherfucker wakes up at 4.30 every morning. Why? Goes Go running and works out. Jeez, yeah. I mean... At least I wish I had that much time. Am I allowed to do that? that? He wants to be in the Marines, but he has, like, hand tattoos oh, that no. he has to get... He's got... What's yeah, crazy he's is movies. how he and I fucking clicked is yeah. he used to be a fucking addict. Just like oh, was I that was. The guy that you were yeah. yeah, he used to run with the bus. I'm not to gonna get disclosed too much, but he he used to do a lot back in his younger days. Uh-huh. He works on cars. He's got a fucking R32 Skyline. Yeah. Um, his grandparents was like very. His grand his grandpa worked as a fucking like naval engineer and like like built and fixed planes and shit. So he's got. I mean, he's tatted head to toe. So he's got like a bunch of. He's got a bunch of fucking, like, tattoos that symbolize, like, how he is as a person. So everybody just comes off as, like, oh, wow, he's a military brat. Mm-hmm. Haircut, all the nine yards. But he's the coolest fucking person you'd ever meet. He's very loud and belligerent, like I said, but he's very he's very cordial when you get to know him. Mm-hmm. But you got, you got him, and then you got Treebeard, and Treebeard's fucking six, seven towers over everybody. You don't know him until he smokes some of the finest fucking Chiba. <laughs> and then he's just... This beautiful fucking person. He's a I love and fucking grown. And then you got the two deadheads. Elena and Dylan. And they're the <laughs> coolest fucking cats ever. Well, they're not going to hear this. So oh, okay. Have, yeah. But for them being like the center of... Aside from taking away from Jake's loudness... Or Arthur... Oh, oh fucking Christ. Uh, taking away from his loudness and these two being like the... Uh, the other people that would take the microphone it just makes me laugh that like we we could easily come as a group like come to one and everybody got along immediately yeah i mean within like days we all clicked and the funny thing is that when rock came up to me and he's like look you and everybody i've met it wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for you like this was a great fucking experience like i immediately the minute i met this girl it was like our entire fucking encounter changed everybody we partied with was the group we fucking worked with there were some oddballs there were some people that we didn't really kick with i mean obviously the higher-ups we didn't really do anything with but it was it was fucking phenomenal i i had talked to my mom and she immediately was like you sound like Happy. This is the first time I've ever heard you this happy in probably like sixteen years. That was so good to to, to hear with you, dude. I mean, mm-hmm. dude, it was. We were worried about you there for a sec. I mean, and that's that was the thing is that when I met this girl, she was kind of in a rut. Yeah. She was going through some things with her ex boyfriend, right. and they broke up. And right. when we met her, she was going through this rut. So yeah. it was almost perfect fucking time right. to have met this person and to bring her out of her shell. And the right. minute we met her, she goes. I feel like you guys have known each other forever. I was like, no, we literally just met yeah. like three nights ago. We don't know anything about each other. I paid for everybody's fucking bar tab. We had good fucking food. Tipped her 30 bucks. Got her number. Got her Instagram. Called her up. Hung out with her. Yeah. Had Several a good fucking games. time over at the fucking bar. And then from there, we go to the haunted house. This motherfucker's having a good ass time in the haunted house. Telling everybody, fuck you. <laughs> you know? <laughs> he had probably seven or eight fucking drinks. Slammed every single one of them. We get to a bar. He's pissed fucking drunk. We got to send him home. <laughs> and then at that point, it was fucking free game. Adults are away, you know. Adults are fucking having fun at this point. So what made me laugh was after we sent him home. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just a few of us, but we went what in. What night was this in the adventure? What, how many days have you been there? It was like more um, towards the end. So you had Disney just World. gotten back 
actually. So it was probably, after week two. When did you get back? Tuesday or Monday? Was that Monday of this I got past Monday. week? I got back Monday. Monday last week? I got back Monday night. It was like two. So the last week. So the seventh, the October seventh to the eleventh. So last week, okay. Yeah. So last Monday, so when he got back, we went out probably two times mm-hmm. that night that that week, mm-hmm. and then from there that weekend we mm-hmm. went to, uh, Terror on the Coast. Yeah, yeah, that on Which house. was the seventeenth. Yes. So we ended up kicking it there for a little bit, and then from then on, he ended up going home. Yeah. So we ended up partying the rest of the, the, fucking, rest night. Of the fucking night, and yeah, yeah. we went to probably six different bars. I met probably hundreds of fucking people. Jesus. I don't know how many people I've come across, got in a fight. I almost got in a fight <laughs> yeah. with some fucking cat, like, yeah. over some stupid shit, you know? That's because he was just dead. Bro, you but fucking, it, you needed this. You really it was it was fucking amazing, dude. It, it was I'm not going to lie. It dude, was like Dookie, the, it was fucking goose. It was fucking amazing. Goose? It was like, like I I had I had no affliction of one person on my fucking mind at it's, all. It, it's your panacea, dude. All, dude. <laughs> it was your cure. It was your cure to all the shit that you're yeah, doing. Yeah, 100%. What you need. 100%. It's, it's your, your picking up. And I I can't fucking wait for the next job. I really can't. Dude, I I'm really next year, just like, I swear and you guys got to get me in on that. Dude, I'll do dude, it. that was my number one priority if all three of us. Yeah. I leave. Kylie Jenner. Kylie Jenner. Kylie Jenner was our boss. Walt Jenner. A person was our boss. That person. KK or KG. KK. KJ for Kylie Jenner. KJ. Yeah, we'll go her name. Like, anyway, go ahead. KJ definitely. We'll edit that out. Yeah, Yeah, we'll edit that out. All right. Sorry. This there's a whole thing that just got edited out. Sorry, but it's important to get it out. I forgot what I was talking about. What was I going? <laughs> no idea. You're talking about uh, Skyler. Skyler. <laughs> well, that's about I getting him on a job. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, dude. I'd love to do it. I could use the like, gym as, like, my favorite. At this ground. point, just, like, yeah, 100%. Like, that's part of Skyler got so fucking freaked out just for me and aborted trying to share a room. She's like, no one's ever asked for that. Yeah, and then this oh, fucker... Can you imagine, you can you imagine right me asking her, like, can we, like, can these three people oh, share Jesus Christ. The funny thing is that I'm sitting there, and she, bitch. when I'm talking to her, she, she's like, she's like, well, it's just strange, because we've always had guys trying to fight for their own rooms, and I was like, well, it was my first gig, I figured I'd sit with and listen, like, talk about the job. And yeah. That, that's and honestly a benefit to that. Yeah, because that's totally money. what exactly. happened. Yeah. So, like, my ticket going out there was almost 700 fucking dollars. The room was well over 14, 1500 fucking yeah. dollars. And we were compensated for a refrigerator, we always had water, we always had fresh towels, a bunch of shit. So, what made me laugh was that he was sitting there like, well, should I tell her that I'm bisexual? And I'm like, why the fuck would you want to tell her that? <laughs> He's like, well, I just think it would be funny because, like, we're staying together, and I'm like, yeah, but how how is that funny? Like that, I don't see where the funny is. Thought process there, dude. Like it was funny at the really time because I was like, part. yeah, that would have been really funny to tell her. And then she's just like, okay, she's like, like makes sense. But it's funny because okay, we're, so we're I didn't with a bunch of fucking bullies, so like I'm I, I didn't think anything of it, you know. But dude, it was it was it was like kind of kind of funny. You know? Yeah. Dude, the oh, funny thing is, um, so this girl, uh, Skylar, uh-huh. um, her girlfriend, we're going to call her uh, Brittany. Um, Skydar. Brittany, Brittany was very, very fond of me. Very fucking oh, fond of me. Oh, I remember when you called me about that. Yeah, so I took, I took kind to, to Brittany very well. Yeah. 
So there was a point where she was running up behind me in the hallway, and she was always jittery. She was listening to a bunch of music. She used to be like one of those stiletto girls back in the day in high oh, school. That makes Cheerleading, sense. all this shit. So, oh, so she was. Yeah, so yeah. she wasn't always like this, but she, yeah. I guess, in a sense, got involved, and mm. she loves this girl, which is oh, amazing. That's nice. But what made me laugh is like I'd be sitting and talking to her, and she'd come up and she'd say something. I'd mimic what she's saying, and then she goes, Do you know what that's from? And I answer her, and I'm like, Yeah, I know what this is from. And she goes, Oh, that had to have been before your time. And I'm like, Do you not? Yeah, you have no idea. What, yeah. Do you know how fucking old I am? And I tell her, and she's like, Oh, you're not that much older than me. And I'm like, mm, No. Like at all. Yeah. Dude, she's. She was cool. Oh. Brittany was pretty cool. Yeah. Brittany um, was. She's. Scammy she's, and uh, Fate. I don't think they were very nice. Well. Uh, huh? Skate, really? Fate? Uh, Skate, I think, was pretty cool. Fate was pretty cool with me. Yeah. But uh, Scammy, I don't know. So. Overall, though, like the staff in general wasn't like. I mean, there there were there were a couple of parts where like you'd have you'd have one group that so like we were on the, our own floors and there were, it'd be very rare that when we're going and like concealing these fucking rooms that we we find somebody in a room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we were hitting a lower floor, we were hitting our our floors, mm-hmm. the rooms we were staying in. Because mm-hmm. didn't your company have like their own floor rented out? Yeah, we yeah. well everybody no, was segregated. It was like five, six, seven, and eight. Ooh. So everybody kind of had their own room. <laughs> yeah. But we were also kind of on our own floor, aside from, like, two or three other groups. Yeah, doing your own thing. But, like I said, it was very rare that we ran into anybody being on that floor still. The hotel wanted to literally get everybody out on those floors we were working on. Because there were points where we were doing two floors, half day we do a floor. Set up for the next day, do another two floors. Yeah, the the minute the you guys are doing these rooms, they're having people fill into it. Yeah. Every so, morning I had to do the workout process of... He had to Dropbox. So Dropbox yeah. was like, you this load up a cart the night before, and you me. push it down a hallway, starting at the very beginning, mm-hmm. and you drop left or right handles all the way through with plates for the doors. Yeah. So that was his job, first floor and second floor. And then he'd come up, and then he'd start installing with everybody else. Oh, I was a door prep, so I was with I'd one of the person. I'd take my job over his any day. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, my job was dog shit. Door prep I did sucks. drill fucking holes for... You sent off a smoke alarm one time. Yeah, because the yeah. fucking bit that Skylar gave me, and I told her this was a garbage-ass fucking bit. Yeah, because wasn't the door just, like, shitty? It wasn't when I first started, but because of how much pressure I had to put on yeah. this. Like I said, my hands, I mean, my hands were legit fucking blistered, like, black and fucking yeah. blue. Dude, it was fucking it. painful. And, like, I told her, I need some fucking gloves. Like, I can't do this shit. And I said, I need a better step bit. This I'm bit that you, you gave didn't me. get one when you first were there. Like they didn't give Well, you see, that was one. the thing is that she provided everything, but I didn't anticipate doing oh, that. Yeah. I was shown disassembly and mm-hmm. installation. Yeah. And I swamped through fucking installation. I did six while everybody else did two. Yeah. They told me a couple of things. Make sure your, your guard and your plates or everything are real measured between the doors. Mm-hmm. Then make sure your handles right work. Now. Make sure your 101 keys work, blah, blah, blah. And I did that. And all my doors came out fucking flawless. Nice. Skylar came up to me and she's like, look, she goes, no, you don't need help. You're fine. Yeah. So I was like, okay, you know, that makes sense. I'll become a door prep. Maybe I'll end up doing installation. So my job was the minute I finish fucking door prep, I go down to the next floor. I start door prep on that. And then I go back upstairs and I start installing. Yeah, but didn't she throw a whole big fit at you because she didn't think you knew what your job was? That was because she had pointed me to a door that was supposed to be marked differently. So we had templates, which she calls jigs. I don't know what the fuck a jig is. So it's like a... Jigs up. 
they all get like a setup. Like a setup. Yeah, but it just sounded weird because the way she was. So like we had templates. Yeah. And they were pre-courses of the doors we were cutting. So we had one where you the lock case was put into the door. Mm-hmm. And then you had two holes on top mm-hmm. for where the RFID card goes through, the LCU goes through. Yeah. yeah. And then you have the door lock on the inside of the door for the, the thumb lock. And then you have the handles. Hey, little brother. Take your jacket off, too. You're freaking me out. And well, get I want to freak it. I would like get off, and Stop. Get off yeah. the I'm remote. Try to get, get my remote. fucking inhaler. We'll, like, sit up, though. Okay. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. So, um, while we're getting through the installation, <laughs> um, at one point, like, me and this other cat, like, mm-hmm. we were... F- the first two days were very fucking brutal. Yeah. <laughs> the third day made it a little bit more easier because we kind of knew the flow we had to keep. And the anticipation of... The girls having meetings with mm-hmm. the hotel staff on how to run the doors, how to operate them, how to disassemble them, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Kind of gave us leeway to kind of move a little bit forward of not being fucked with the entire time. Mm-hmm. But when we were pre-drilling holes, we also had um, Brittany behind us yes. vacuuming. Yeah. So if we forgot a door or we forgot something, she'd, she'd come back and back let us know. And, and it's yeah. like, hey, let me know. She's if, like if, the, let the me fail know if I fucking, yeah. Yeah. If yeah. I miss something, please let me know. So yeah. like, I was telling the other cat I was working with because at one point he was just using a paddle bit and drilling two top holes, a top hole and a bottom hole. And when I go back and go finish mine, I'm drilling six holes per door. Right. He only did three. Yeah. And I'm like, I got to fucking hurry, you know? So by the time I catch up to him, he'd take one of the bits that I had, the step bits, and go and drill at the top holes and some of the other doors that were like off end. So there were corridors of four doors. And then there'd be split points where it was like a janitor's room and then three Ah. doors. And then there was the hallway where the elevators are. And then two rooms, a single room, another single room for handicap, another single room for handicap. And then two more and then four, 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 all the way to the end. A lot of rooms to do per floor. So, yeah, we did like 175 per floor. Mm -hmm. So it was like 80, 83 each floor. And the suites were... 30, 30 rooms, but there were 90 doors. Doesn't oh. sound like you... I mean, shit. At least you know what you're doing, though. Like, at least I mean, you're not going to be it, surprised with well, work. Well, no. Like, it hit the point where we had gotten so far into the job that me and the guy that were prepping the doors yeah. that we legit were just like, I know where to fucking screw. Yeah. Like, I don't need to go down and mark all these fucking doors. Right, the problem is that after Brittany ended up leaving because she does hair wigs. Right. She makes hair wigs for, like, like cosplay uh, like theater shows and yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. So she it's like was a going side thing yeah to Shyrock to go and play in like a show and yeah. introduce her wigs or whatever oh that's nice so we ended up getting some other fucking douchebag that apparently I don't think taken a liking to me but um he was kind of like <laughs> slow paced and shit and when it came to the vacuuming once I got done with my drill prep the first floor I go downstairs so this is the thing yes when we were doing drill prep yes the first two days, we were going from the first floor all the way to 11.30. Yeah. And that was taking too long. Because by the time they'd get done, they'd go to lunch when they finished the first floor. And then we go downstairs after lunch and start the second floor. Right. And then they'd be right on our ass. Right. So, so we, sh- we started after we got all of our tools, what we needed to finish the fucking job. Yeah. We were going from 11.30 to 11.15 to 11 to 10.30 to 9.30 to 9 o'clock. Dude, we were going a full fucking hour and a half through mm-hmm. one top floor and then going to the second floor and going halfway gotcha. until about 10, 30, 11 o'clock when we go to lunch. Okay. Come back. 
what I wanted more than anything was to get more time with installation. Right, just to get more practice too. Because that was what I was fucking yeah. hired to do. So what made me laugh is that when we got done with those floors and we were turning them over, mm. all the bosses were like, y'all are fucking moving. Yeah, like, yeah. We're, we're awesome. trying to get it done. Because the other thing too is that with the T-stats, the thermostats, mm. The cat that I was working with, he was a T-stat installer. If y'all don't stop, I'm going to beat the fuck out I swear, Tweedledee and Tweedled dumbass over here. Quit throwing shit around. Stop. Seriously. We are... Come on. We're knee-deep in this Sorry. shit. Come on. I know you're blazed off your rocker, bro, but get the fuck out. Stop, boy. I took one fucking hit. Dude. Well, clearly but, it's hitting you. So, like, the T-stat guy that I was working with... He disliked the fact that when he'd get back into the T-Stat installation, mm -hmm. that everybody that he worked with would just slow the fuck down. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, he's back, so we don't have to work as fucking hard. <laughs> so what his trickery was is that he'd surprise everybody. Once we get done with the rooms at the end, mm -hmm. he'd start at the end rooms and work his way down with T-Stat installation. So that way when they get to that point, they fucking finish right there. Whoever does the pre-check, quality check shit, they yeah. go through, finish everything off, everything's yeah. good, everybody can go home. So it's but just there a were points where we were getting route, yeah. off at fucking five thirty. They weren't getting off till almost eight thirty, nine o'clock at night. Does so, it get paid more? Well, yeah. There's oh, dude, it's there's, hours, right? there's a cat. So uh, my buddy Dylan, he started off with Income a while back, and he's been with them for a period of time. Mm -hmm. Well, because he's worked with this said company, mm -hmm. he has ends on installations. He mm -hmm. used to do construction, blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. He makes twenty eight an hour. Oh. And he That's worked. He worked home at seven thirty from about seven thirty in the morning to seven thirty at night. That's twelve and a half fucking hours. Jesus. Times twenty eight. Goddamn. So if, sixteen dollars more than me. Jesus Christ. And if we were to keep doing this, we can make more. Yeah. And that's why I like the experience that I have. But that's why I also like in, enjoying what I do. Right. But see, the thing is, is with this specific person, Skylar, the way she explains things is she likes to point and direct and let you know what you're looking at. Because if you get confused, at some point she might lead you off onto a different subject and she'll get you sidetracked into a different subject that kind of pertains to this, but doesn't really pertain to that. But she'll crack some dad jokes and it doesn't really make fucking sense. At this yeah. point, I want to lose my fucking breath, probably put a fucking nail in my head, but I can't because she's still fucking talking. And if yeah. I knock the fuck out, then it looks like a weird ass accident, like a fucking hungover, I'm drunk from you know being stupid it's just a time-consuming conversation so i'm just that sitting there just to trying to listen to the fucking conversation make things easier but i mean the entire fucking experience was funny as hell like she'd literally come up to me say two things yes ma'am no problem got it yeah. and i was walk it. away yeah. yeah but yeah i peed out my butthole bro <laughs> that's a way to jump it in um context why are you pissing so, through your hole edr there were a couple EDR. of times that uh, we were allowed to go to the employee dining room. Employee dining and room, okay. we all had vendor badges to go whenever we wanted. It was open 24 hours. Okay. So there would be a couple of times we would be out getting fucked up. And then uh -huh. we'd go to the EDR and get some breakfast. Okay. They had breakfast cooking from midnight all the way till 6 in the morning. From yeah. 6 in the morning to 11. And they got and then like they what, start, professionals doing the shit? <laughs> well, they're chefs, but they're not professionals. Mm. But so then from like nice 11, 11 a.m. to yes, like 2.33 o'clock, yes, they do lunch. Sir. And then yeah. from that point, they start getting shit rid of, and then they start doing dinner. Okay. So we always went around breakfast time, which okay. was like midnight and shit. Yeah. And one of the cats that I work with was like, don't eat the sausage. The don't sausage eat the sausage. sausage. So I'm sitting there thinking like, all right, it's probably not the sausage. It's probably just some fucking pork or whatever. Well, I ended okay. up having pork one night, fried fucking was pork. Was it just undercooked? Mm. 
enough. This no, it, it just there was just so, a problem with it. The thing was yeah. is that a lot of the people that worked there, they always told us stay away from the stuff that they use with grease. The greasy foods is what fucks oh. you up. That makes so sense. I assumed Especially it was for the fucking sausage. Yeah, for you. So then I end up eating this pork shit. Oh, no. The next fucking morning, my my stomach is like turning in ropes, and I'm laying there for a good twenty minutes. Woke up at four thirty, went to the bathroom, went back to bed. Didn't feel right. Went back to the fucking bathroom. I was peeing out my butthole oh. from fucking 4.45 to almost 6.45 in the morning. Jesus. That's awful. And, dude, it was the worst, most excruciating fucking pain. Didn't know my body was capable of doing something like that. It legit was like... Wa- and, dude, I had, I had sipped fucking a whole bottle of fucking water. You were probably dehydrated as shit. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I was drinking yeah. the entire time, yeah. you know, so... But yeah. then, not even, like, a week later, same thing. Went and got some fucking food from the EDR. Sausage? Sausage fucked me up, bro. Yeah. Fucked me up. Surprised you didn't listen to him about the whole pork thing, honestly. I mean, I'd, you know, we were yeah. fucking hungry. We were were they employees of the hotel or were they just the guys that had they been there for the job? It. No, they they're employees of the hotel. Bro. Okay, so yeah. they were experienced, knew what the fuck was wrong with the food that was there. Surprised you didn't cross your mind. Store. Huh? They're not trust the sausage. Who? The girl. Anna, person, um, and a banana. Could no, she's not gonna, she, she said, like, don't. She used to work around there and don't trust the sausage. I thought that was the Uber lady. Was it? I don't know. Oh no! Yeah, it was her. Yeah. Yeah, she did say not to fucking eat that shit. And yet you continued on with it. No, I, that was before then. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. that was way fucking. I guess they just got an iron gut, dude. I think you. Iron belly. Like no, I heard you the... taking some fucking shits in there. <laughs> not yeah, to mention that's just life. Though. Not to mention when you guys stole the base and you threw up. Yeah, but that was when we got back. He was fucking laying on his stomach. And I kept telling him to stop laying on his stomach on my bed too. Bro, we fucking heard you puking yeah, heard over you puke the over mic, <laughs> and then you tried to act like it didn't happen. And I was like, didn't, like didn't, he you? Didn't, you didn't he just puke? Then you just puked after. You yeah. passed out. I wish that was me. You, you passed out? You passed out. Because yeah, I left right after that. That's my routine, man. Die. Yeah, you were passed done. Out. Yeah. We can hear you throw up three rooms down. That's why we don't let Steven drink a whole bottle of vodka. Well, that's own. why you don't wear your fucking rings when you're in the bathroom. Yeah. Well, okay. It's a different time. No, it's not a different time. You're Remember stupid. names. Remember names. Different time. Everyone makes silly decisions. I don't do that anymore. That's why we, so call, that's why we call him yeah. Dookie, because he's just shit. No, why do we call you Goose? Homies call me Dookie because I be shitting on you. You're Goose Gossage? Goose Gossage? Goose Gossage? Goose Gossage? No, so like, uh, so, last time my final one was, uh, the end of the trip. Uh, Endless over here finally took the initiative to, uh, when we got to a bar... We sat down at Gulfport, Mississippi at yes. a bar and immediately Can I get a beer? He became a man. Became a man that day. It was a coming of age tale of a very young And boy every every other place we went to just immediately. He was a little what do you have on tap? What you got as a lager? What you got as an IPA? He grew a dick that day. Do you remember what you had well, at, the, at TGI's? TGI's, it was uh, it wasn't the Lagunitas. It was, <coughs> it was that. Yeah. Cough, cough, what cough. IPA? We all have the same thing. Yeah, it was an IPA. <coughs> yeah. That. Take your inhaler if you need a big duck. No, it's just... Big grundle. Big grundle. You know, it was a... Uh, even the trip coming back, it was... 
I'm not gonna lie, it was it was actually pretty fucking sad. Like <coughs> I'm not gonna lie, like I think I would move there. It was so much fucking fun. It was so much fucking fun. Southern hospitality is a true thing. I went to a Waffle House. They got that shit on every block, but the one I went to your hotel. Like they're the, the most. They're there. the number one rated most. Like like people coming through in the U.S. Well, yeah, the one in front of the fucking Beau Rivage. Wow. No, the one yeah. we oh. went to. The one it's we the went number to one most like, rated like high high fucking there, traffic. I ordered something. They're just like, "What do you want to drink?" I was like, "Just water." And then she called across. She's like, "Endless." You know, yeah. I go, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Goes, that was Miss Karen. Yeah, Miss Karen, dude. Yeah, that was Miss Karen. It's like, what'd you want for your drink? I didn't get you written down. I was like, oh. Jamba's Metamilf. Like, honey. Oh, my God. Dude, I love those people. Metamilf. And I just go, like, water. Can you also give me a sweet tea, please? And she's like, yes. Yes, sugar. And I was like, yes. oh, you know, dude. You know what would be really cool? Is if you took a trip for my birthday. No since worries. mine's coming up. Yeah, dude. It's after hers, though. It's after Goose's. We'd have a place to stay. Would we? Yeah, we'd Are you saying we should go back there? Yeah. Would you want to go back there during February? A cold time? For fucking sure. Dude, have... the, the weather there is never cold. It's no. in the south. I have some True. plain points or whatever you want to call it. For one, one ticket, we would need three, four tickets. Well, for me... Oh, good for fucking free. you. That's great. Which means I can now pay for one of yours. Fuck. Yeah, for mine. I'm broke. Thank you. You're, you're a sugar daddy pajamas. But you're gonna be what twenty this year? Yeah. Fuck. Be the big two yeah. zero man. She's turning two zero. This year. This year. Yeah, but I still got a whole fucking another year with you guys. Yeah, I gotta turn two one by next year, man. Oh, fucking good I for you. I turn two one next year. That just means an extra person. When's can your birthday next I mean, year? July. One twelfth. July twelfth. Dog, really? do you want to fuck with me? I totally knew you were a cancer. Yeah, don't do that with her. Yeah? Little baby. She's going to bite you regardless, dude. Don't do that. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Furry, Freaky. remember? It's not freaky. No, you're a furry, bro. I was like furry. pain. <laughs> oh. Oh. Masochist furry. So, no, I'm not going to say this because I don't Sorry, say sadist furry. Oh, so on another note, so... I was introduced to a really, really good fucking band. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this band was uh, introduced by... A gal. It was actually Dylan that introduced the band, but... Um, a boy. Hannah is actually a really, really huge fan of them. She's got a big old poster of them on her fucking wall. Really? Mm-hmm. This band is called Rainbow Kitten Surprise. Oh, yeah. They are amazing. fucking amazing. They are. They are, like, top-tier fucking folk slash... Um, do you know who Lord Huron is? No. You should know I'm on Do you know who Ho- Hoser is? Yeah. Do you know Hoser. who the Avid brothers are? No. Um, you know who Mumford and Sons are? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's kind of like that, but it's it's more like um, it's like a Western story time kind of thing. Not country, oh. but it's it's like folk slash bluegrass. Rainbow Kitten Surprise. So, like, the that night when we were driving around, yeah. Robert's pissed fucking drunk, and we're leaving that uh, the yeah. haunted house place yeah. to go to the bar. And I'm fucking sitting in the driver's... And this is what turned me on about this girl. Yeah. So she can fucking drive, bro. She can drive. Ooh. Even drunk. Like, hardcore? She can fucking drive, bro. Like, like impressive. There were a couple of times, like, she kept looking at me, and she goes, why are you looking at me? And I said, because you're driving with your knee. And she goes... I always drive with my knee, and I said, that's why I'm looking oh. at you. 
She goes, is that is that wrong? And I said, no, it's I'm not. I said, that's a huge turn on. And she's funny. like, really? I was like, yeah, I, I really like that about you. And dude, that entire time. So he's he's fucked up at this point. Yeah. And he's like, so there, the way the car was set up is it was Hannah. RJ. Endless. Endless. Sorry, it's already been revealed. So it was, it was Hannah, me. And Endless. Endless. Yeah. Dylan and Elena. Yeah, yeah. Dylan and Elena are the fucking deadheads. So yeah. he ends up putting on a song by okay. this Rainbow Kitten surprise. <laughs> okay. And we start listening to it, and then we listen to a song that I listened to, and then I they vibe off to what I was listening I to, so then they put on another fucking song. Was that the one you showed us when you got here? No, that was something she showed me. Oh, okay. Which you guys need to listen to that entire song. I have like I four other like songs to. I need to fucking show you, but we can't play them because you know it's monetized. Yeah. So, uh,. What made me laugh was, like, I, I would look back every once in a while just to make sure RJ was okay. Mm-hmm. And every time I look back, you could just... Oh. And you just... <laughs> I mean, just up against the fucking window. And, like, once we stopped, like, I realized, like, she... So she's born and raised in this place. Yes. She knows her way around this motherfucker. Yes. I didn't once freak out. While she was behind the fucking wheel. And, and she, we're, we're flying through in the rain, through nooks and fucking crannies, doing 40, 50 miles an hour, taking yeah. hairpins and side, side streets rain. and shit in the fucking rain. And this girl is fucking blowing my mind. Mm-hmm. I put it in sport mode for her. And she was losing her fucking mind. And then I showed her how I drive. Yeah. And she's like, how are you so fucking calm? I was like, it's just how I am. Just but he's just different. So she's like, so that's why when you guys, speed. when we were in the car... And did you hear her say, oh, I'm a bad driver? Do you think I'm a bad driver? Oh, I didn't hear that. Oh, you didn't know? Okay, so she was like, do you think I'm a bad driver? I was like, I didn't know you were a bad driver. I didn't notice, you know, (laughs) at all. She's fucking amazing. I hate that she's like... A million miles away. That, and she's like... just the biggest boner right now. Jesus, (laughs) man, my fucking cup tipped forward and everything, like... Oh my god. He got, out, he got out of the car after we picked him up. He's like, if he lets it hang, it's, it's dropping a 9.7 on the Richter scale. Be, be ready. Like the earthquake scale? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Just that pop it out. I mean, it'll, it'll kill somebody. It's like a giant meat sword. Lethal weapon. Gravity. Five. Carry it. Lethal weapon five. Can you take it? <laughs> Great A skin flute. Probably. Oh. I, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, it stars me. My gigantic cup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's... Yes. That means I gotta start worrying about tripping over that fucking thing again. Dude. Oh, my God. I was trying to drive on the freeway. Yeah. I kept running over his dick like a speed bump, Like, almost crashing, man. He lives here. We trip over it all the time to get to the bathroom. Trying to just hobble along. Right, it's like the a doorway. snake. It's, like, it's just everywhere. When it gets cold, it, like... You know, like, zip-tie parts of it to the ceiling to get through the house. Wire management. What made me laugh, too, is, like, uh... So, the first night I stayed at her house, um... Like, we bullshitted. We didn't do anything, but... I mean, we laughed. We 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 had a... It was was so much fucking fun, dude. Dude, her house is... Dude, check this out. So, you know how much we pay here? Yeah. She pays for a four-bedroom with a carport an extra driveway, a big whole acre fucking yard, mm-hmm. four bedroom, a single bath with a hot, with, with a shower. Single a single bath. bath single four bath. Bedroom. $530 a month. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, and it's in yeah. fucking it's back exquisite east. condition. It's, it's not back east, back south. Well, south, yeah. South or back east, they get cheap. 
until you get to the coast. Yeah. But. My brother fucking hates Cajun people. They're wild. Your brother's people. just a racist. No, my Cajuns. brother got into an Uber with one. It's just like, can't be racist hey man, how you doing? He's like, I'm doing pretty good. I'm just gonna, gonna get Our some. Oh, that's my whole dad's side thing. of the family. They're both. Cajuns were white. They're fucking Cajuns. No Creoles. You know what Creoles are? Yeah, but that's like. Like Cajuns, ha- Cajuns are the white version of that. <laughs> yeah, but then I would just consider them like from New Orleans. Nolans. Similar. Nolans. Nolans. But I mean, to me, that's like, uh, what do they call it? Jive. Yeah. (laughs) But it's like strong jive. Yeah, very strong jive. But it's that that thick southern accent, or even like a thick Bostonian accent. I believe that's where my dad's side comes from. People from the south make the... No, I'm saying that's where my grandpa, his, his southern, his family comes from there. Dude, oh, women yeah, from the south yeah. make the best Louisiana nurses area, ever. No, like, like yeah, you you're about south. to get a shot, and the girl's like, "Relax, honey." And it's like, oh, <laughs> aborted fell in love with that baby. southern Wait, accent. Wait, when the fuck did you get a fucking shot? No, like, no, when I was giving an example, like, kid growing like up, like southern women make the best nurses because like oh, I'm growing well. up, I'm like eight, and they're giving me a shot. It's like it's all right, sugar. I'm like, oh, well, you know the best best people Ooh. have cut hairs. Like, well, they're black. I like the best too. Yeah, yeah. Erickson oh, is so cute. cute. Oh, it's so cute. Uh, it's we have to meet her. You will. We have to. Is, is she gonna come out for your birthday? No, she's coming out in January. She might not for your birthday. Um, no, she, she can't. It's too early. Yeah, yeah. she. Uh, she's come out for my birthday. So, are you gonna be partaking in this whole e dating commerce essentially? Um, long distance. I mean, are you maybe. going to be online dating? Long distance. <laughs> I mean, I'm, no, I'm not this girl sounds really game. good for you. I, I mean, like look, this, this see the, this, this, this the thing is that like, I didn't really anticipate this this to go anywhere. No, considering yes. because like we we literally left off on a note like. She's an amazing person. Mm-hmm. I am. I am so proud to have fucking met her. She. Yeah. I even told her she was the best thing I had ever met. Or even laid eyes on in Biloxi, Mississippi. And the fact that, like, she gave me a chance to fucking meet everybody I was with was like a godsend. Like, it, and she was cool with everybody, you know? And for her being the type of person she is and how relatable we are was, like, scary. But no, like, if if I was, like, yeah. But I I don't wanna, she's a free spirited person. Like I said, for her, for her to message me, and yeah. call me as much as she did the minute I landed after I texted her that I got here mm-hmm. was like kind of strange you yeah. need to keep that up well no I'm going to yeah. but, I'm, but I'm just saying like she she wasn't doing that as often <laughs> like now that I'm gone yeah she realizes like holy fuck this like, is click in your head that scared. she like, might miss you and she does like miss you. me she even said to me too she's like, like, like she's like is it going to be weird that you're falling asleep in your own bed I said yeah should have hit her with the, without you yeah. dude it's funny when we were sitting and eating pizza the other night she goes, you're not cold? And I said, no, I'm not cold. I'm actually pretty hot. She goes, how are you hot right now? And I said, it's because I'm sitting next to you. And she goes, oh. oh Dude, middle of the fucking night. I'm like, oh my I'm God. drunk. Middle of the fucking night. I just like, I go around, turn off all lights, close in the curtains, get ready to get go ready sleep. To bed, yeah. I just stop in between like our two beds. And I just go, Ryan? He goes, yeah. He goes, how many stars are there in the sky? <sighs> And I said enough to say I love you. Oh, that was so good. Oh, Robert fucking literally was just like, oh, and like fell into his bed. It was like, oh my god. He's like, can I, can I use that? I was like, you're more than welcome to, dude. That's beautiful. I used that on my boyfriend. It was, 
You have no idea how warm the sensation was when we picked you up in the car and you're talking to her and we we just look back and listen to the conversation. <laughs> oh, I know how fucking cute that was. Yeah, yeah. To to good. see you like that and to know who you are as a person it's and to see you acting like that. Oh, we know this person's important. You don't do that for no. fucking nobody. Like I said, dude. Like so. we 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 weren't we did stuff, but we weren't intimate in Stop. any way. But that for her to be like, well, there was a chemistry. Yeah. Hard chemistry. And like I said, I mean, I know he wasn't there, but like when we were at the bar, like I told everybody at the bar, I was like, I'm getting her fucking number. Like, there's no way I'm not, yeah, I'm not gonna fucking walk away. I'm not walking away without her fucking number. So it took me three fucking minutes, fucking dude, to get this girl's number. And the fact that I picked her up on a bad fucking note made me feel like super happy that I helped her get out of her rage state. Because I even asked her, I was like, look, if you got a boyfriend, like I'm not, I'm not trying to pursue anything. Like I, yeah. I like you as a person. I really want to get to know you. Like. I'm not. I'm not from here. I want to know what's cool to do down here. Yeah. That's why I offered if you could take me around town. She goes. I'm not seeing anybody. You know what it sounds she like. Because I have no problem taking you around town. Right person. You know what. So, you know what it sounds like. Honestly, and this is just a fucking statement. But if you guys, any like, her and I talked about it a lot when you were gone. But, like, you on your own, and it's not something that you do because you're obviously a great person. It's just for some reason it's around you. I'm just used There's to a it. really bad energy that just clings to you, like yeah. a fucking child holding onto a parent. Thing is, it sounds like it, you had that like opposite effect, and you had like a magnet cling on. I was my point. fucking alter ego, bro. That's the crazy thing. So it's like, check that. it. So like, it's when, not I, that. when I'm it's here, like good energy clinged on to your. But see, that was the thing is that there was no good energy with her the entire time I was. There was something bad that was at, like when we were at one of the bars, like we went to the juke joint. She didn't want to show up because of the day she was having. The type of job she has, she goes through a lot of cases with yeah. kids where they're possible rape or abuse victims. Yeah. So she deals with a lot. And then she has to process all that in notes and then have a category of how she's going to make these kids better. So like I said, when she first started this What's job, job she she's like laying a lot yeah, onto me. So and then that's why I was kind of like jumping into Dolly's situation. I didn't mention mm-hmm. who Dolly was. I just said, hey, I've got somebody that I kind of want to talk to you about since you kind of know about this stuff. Yeah. Right. And she kind of laid on a little bit of the basis of how things should go. But if this person's not wanting to seek help, there's no point in trying to help them. Yeah, right. But aside from that, like from from how she was with me and how she treated me, like, so when we were at the bar... Apparently, I was very aggressive when I asked for a menu. Uh-huh. I don't remember being this aggressive, but I guess I was pretty aggressive. So, kind of a there was a, a point where uh, she was walking by, and I was like, hey, do you mind if I get a menu? And she, like, kind of looks at me and is like, here you go. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't, it didn't click with me. I'm just having a good time. I'm yeah. laughing, shooting the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My buddy Rod noticed. And then he said something to me. He goes, hey, man, I was a little stuck up. How you did that? And I was like, oh, fuck. So then that's why the minute she came over and I asked her about her shirt and I asked her about her art. Yeah. And then I asked her about her company and I asked her about what she does. And that's when you started and that's, another person and I clicked. I was like, hey, can I get your number? Yeah. Is there any chance I could look you up? I'm only down here for a couple of weeks. She goes, how long have you guys known each other? And I was like, we all just met on this trip. Or like, She's like, are you fucking kidding me? She goes, you all look like you're all fucking best friends. Yeah. And I was like, no, we all literally just met. Like, Rod had just gotten in, like, two nights before. Right. Jake showed up the same time I did. And then Dylan and Elena showed up probably three, four days after we did. Yeah. And we all just, like that. That's nice. 
And it was, uh, I mean, with her and even Elena. I mean, Elena and Dylan fucking love him. Almost like a cop. We went on the fucking paddle <laughs> yeah. boat, bro. Even on the paddle boat, this motherfucker's going downstairs and getting his own fucking drinks. Yeah. Like, no, we had fucking what? Gun. So one of the ladies that works at this place, I guess she had, um, she produces like some, um, like uh, women's lotion or whatever, but yeah. her company kind of got shut down because of COVID. So she on the side, she got hurt during COVID, and she kind of stays at home. But she makes these Jello shots for this fucking boat. But they're in the shape of tiki men. That's cool. Oh, so that's really we cool. Went down, and there was it was like five bucks for fucking three of them. Wow. So there was a point where like he went down, and got some, and got himself a mixed drink. Came back upstairs. We're sitting there shooting the shit. And then he went back downstairs and got another fucking mixed drink, came back upstairs with some more fucking... All just relates to that coming-of-age story. Dude, we, I mean, that was that was the day that we fucking saw dolphins on the end of the fucking boat. Yeah, yeah. You mean, sent me some pictures about... Yeah. And that was just a separate time alone that you sent me a picture Yeah, of. and I've got to do... I got a fucking... I'm telling... You could go through my whole fucking cachet, bro. I'll let you see everything that fucking happened. Dude, already, going through I'm public places drunk is the best. The best. It was best. fucking so fun, dude. Fun. Even cruising the coast was the funniest. Even the cruise... Even the fucking paddle boat with Jake was fun. Yeah. We had the, the guy... That, so the two times that we were there... Um, <laughs> There was a live band, and the guy that was playing the first guy, he was a Dominican cat, and he no, was fucking Brazilian. Well, it's Dominican. He right. was he was Dominican Republic, but he's from Brazil. Yeah. But he um, he's shredding on the fucking guitar, man. Walked up to me, Robert and Jake, and was just like, "Hey, man, how you guys doing?" Yeah. And we tipped him a couple bucks, sat there, drank, got all fucked up, went yeah, downstairs, took totally. pictures, talked with everybody on the fucking boat. Second time we went, talked with the owner, talked with the wife. Yeah. I mean, we. I got two fucking free drinks because my drink spilt over because it was super fucking windy. Oh, jeez. I mean, it was, it was a oh, glorious fucking time. Oh, it's hilarious. AirPods in. And the, uh, the one employee they had that, like, went around the ship, took his orders, was, and just checked shit up. His name is Caden. Caden. He, as soon as he walks by, I look at him, and we both see the wind spill this dude's drink. Oh, no. Oh. And, and I'm sitting like, there looking like, away. I'm just minding my own business and shit. Not hearing attention. And I look over and I see like, the kid with, oh, with the towel. And then I see Endless here looking at me like, you fucking idiot. I thought I dumped <laughs> this shit over. But he like, I took my headphones off, put it in the cup, handed it to him. And he goes, what'd you have? And I said, I just had whiskey and coke. And he goes, I'll be right back. And then it happened a second time, but it was half full. Oh, okay. But he still came back with a fucking full cup. That's sweet. Walked away with what, a $64 tab? Yeah. Wasn't that bad? So, uh, yeah, it wasn't too Honestly, bad. Honestly, I've never had much experience in the South. So, I, I, I've i never actually Dude, been to many Southern, Southern hospitality is a thing. It's a real thing. Fucking R32, he walked like eight miles to a Walmart. Yeah. And he was walking back because he's a fit dude or whatever the fuck. Well, we we didn't have <laughs> license on the truck. The only person that had like insurance, insurance. was him and one other person. Yeah. So. Right. He would always take it upon himself to just walk to these places. So me and him, me and Robert were literally sitting there. Fuck. Me and him were literally sitting there talking about like going to Target or fucking Walmart. Yeah. And at one point I was like, well, fuck it. Let me figure out where one's at. Found one that was like three and a half miles away. Yeah. So we were like, fuck it. Let's, let's get on a walk. And then my buddy Jake texts me and he's like, hey, I'm at Walmart. Do you Mm -hmm. need anything? And I'm like. Dude, you should have said you were going to Walmart. Like, we might have gone with you. Yeah. So anyway, like, we ended up saying no because we figured out how fucking far it was. It would yeah. have been almost 11 o'clock at night that we got home. So I'm sitting there, and this full message is me, and is like, I got picked up by some random dude on the highway because the way he went to this place was through a catwalk covered oh. on a bridge. Yeah. He came the opposite direction, 
but on the other side of the highway where there was no fucking catwalk. Oh. So he's walking plainly on the fucking highway, and there's people flying by him, honking their horns and shit. And some random ass dude pulls over. And he's like, hey man, you're gonna get fucking hit. Do you want a ride? Jake's like, yeah, I'll take a ride. And he's like, uh, you smoke weed? Jake's like, no, I don't smoke weed. He's like, you drink beer? And he goes, no, I don't drink beer. He goes, you mind if I drink a beer? And he goes, mind if I take, you know, t- hit him my pipe? And he's like, no, I don't give a fuck. Guy ends up giving him a ride back to the fucking hotel, and then almost every other day after that, going and doing laundry. Yeah. I mean, we went to this place called uh, Cheetah Speed. It was uh, a 29, uh, 291 Rajan Road off the Gasway, and we uh, we all went down there and fucking started doing laundry, went out back, had a couple beers, shot the shit about fucking REM sleep and yeah. sleep paralysis, and then um, from there, we ended up going and getting Greek food. Got some fucking hash pens and shit. Yeah. And then uh, we ended up going back to the hotel and woke up the next morning and went back to work. Having okay. a good old time. It was fun. It was, it was I really, I really, I am so thankful for fucking all that. Dude, if it wasn't for you, like, that shit would have never fucking happened. I'm spilling my drink. Oh, no, nah, I mean, in all away. honesty, we, we weren't, Can we you were counting the days at first. Well, and then Give me that blue shirt. Coming. Yeah. At first, we really did keep track of time because for me, and, I mean, for her in some sense, like, you guys are the other part of the inner circle of, you know, friends that we got going. Square. Well, I mean, the other thing, too, is I couldn't call you because either I was either going to sleep while you were at work. No, it, it's funny. I was kind of upset about that. I was surprised you didn't call Because, like, when I called you that one time and you were like, oh, I'm getting ready to go into work. So I was like, oh, that was fuck. That was my bad. Honestly... You should have at some points. I don't know why I didn't tell you. Could be every night that I was at work. What do you expect to happen? Yeah, like, and I, I didn't realize you took off the days you took off. So it was like I could have just called you fucking then. You could have called me on my days off. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, then again, too, like we were so fucking busy. Like yeah. we were hanging out with fuck. I mean, we I, had, was, I don't know how yeah. many how many times people came to our fucking room to play VR. Like it was oh almost God. every fucking night. Well, like we get home guys, and man, yeah. we like. Oh, well, let's just go to sleep, you know? Let's just crash. It's better off this way. Yeah. And then fucking people come to the hotel, and it's just like, hey, we got This motherfucker crashed at, like, 6 p.m., woke up at, like, 7 a.m. the next day, and he's still like, fuck this. Yeah. yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, for us, it was also, like, for you guys, it was a vacation away from here, obviously, but eh. for, for us, you know, we, we had a bit of a little time for ourselves. You know, we had a pretty big day come up for us. Yeah. You know, we had this past uh, Wednesday, it was October 20th. Yeah. October 20th. 20th. And uh, some lore behind the... <laughs> some godly lore. Some godly lore behind Ooh, the mythology. Some, some little, is, some scary uh, lore. The day I got to meet her in person was the day I asked her out, and that was October 20th of 2020. God damn. A year ago. And then I ran him into a pole. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we met last year or this year? Last year. But what was interesting was, I mean, how we met is funny. Tinder. We met I'll be Tinder. honest, Tinder. The Tinders, I knew about we, that. We met on Tinder. He would not, t- we were, me and him were in a car ride. You know, I he asked would him, not I was like, stop what did talking you, what did you about tell you? them about me? Like, well, I just told them what did I, I tell you about her? I, swear uh, I just told you pretty much good things, just great things, and that the fact that you're very protective of her. Yeah, I got Seems very great. defensive very quickly. I got okay. So you That's remember a that whole thing I told you how like I wasn't a jealous like overprotective type, just to yeah. make sure I didn't scare you away. No, I was a very jealous overprotective type. Person. <laughs> Wait, what did he do? That's funny. 
he's like just that. like no, just the attitude he has is just like I'll fuck up anybody who tries to mess with her. Yeah, I would. I, I got very defensive really quick, but that's yeah, funny. that's no. Good. I, I mean, the day that we met, it was really a last minute plan too, wasn't it? No, we had that plan for like three or four days. Okay, so it was about a week. Yeah. When did I forget the the nitty gritty details of us talking about it? Like I forget about well, conversations mean? leading up to it, except for the first conversation we had. Did I tell you about that, Ryan? Huh. Aborted. The first conversation that I had with Goose. With Lucy Goosey? So, we had ended up... I had the same day... The day that I did all this was... I got my hair done, mm-hmm. and I had hours before I had to go to work. So I was like, fuck it. Let me throw down a couple drinks. I'm gonna get a little loose before mm-hmm. I have to go to work, because the job that I had at the time was ridiculously stressful, and I hated it. But... I threw down some drinks and I decided for a while now I felt like I was ready for a relationship so I uh, downloaded Tinder and I was like this is what the kids do right I don't don't know I'm not exactly like a digital social person you know I'm more of a meet people going to places but at the time I didn't know where to go situation wasn't the same this this guy right here was at work you know so I said, fuck it, I'll download Tinder. I had oh, Tinder Pro. Um, real quick. Uh, side note. Um, if we're doing the party at um, Fish Baits. Yeah. Dress up as a choir. It's just like black pepper. Black pepper. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah so I anyway, some. What are we doing? Do anyway. Tinder thing. So, um, I download Tinder and I have like the Tinder Pro so I can see when people link up with me. It spreads my profile quicker or whatever because they give you that for free. And it wasn't, I had spent a day of getting like maybe two matches, three matches. And later that night, well, this, yeah, this happened before. At 10 at night, this yeah. happened before our date, but this was later like that. like when we met yeah. first, I guess. Later that night, so magical. my old manager, um, Biggie, it's a nickname. Biggie Swalls. Yeah, he, uh, he just told me the trick to all this shit is just swiping right. Just going through matches, just so you can talk to people. So, I I was still very picky at the time. I I wanted to, I was I was reading bios like just constantly just because I wanted to know kind of what they were into and shit like that yeah. like an actual person. Um, and then I remember I, I listened to my manager like fuck it all right I'll just start swiping right. Wow, so you didn't even look at me. Not at first, no. <gasps> and so, you said you did liar. When we you matched, when I got the notification you that you matched yeah, with yeah. my profile, I was like okay let me look. So I looked at the profile, and that's when I started reading the bio and got to see you for the first time, photo-wise. Not gonna lie. Boobies. Oh, yeah, I had a picture of my boobs on there. Boobies. The hunga-bunga wounds. Yeah, that got my attention real quick. But um, we started talking. I mean, I remember specifically in your bio, you talked about enjoying really long car rides. I do love a good long car ride. And I was down for that. And you, I forget what you said in your bio, but it was really, like, just funny to me. It, it was, it was tickled like me a little bit. dumb shit. Like, and then long car rides. Eat. If you can't handle two hours, there's no go. Yeah, like, yeah, if you're living in traffic with me, then you're stupid and gross. So, Bitch. I swiped right. And then I forget what I had mentioned in my bio. I remember I talked about I just like having a good time. Like no, you said I like doing dumb shit. I like doing dumb shit and getting in trouble and doing like just no, having. A, it was yeah, it was something dumb. Yeah, like that. but remember the specific thing you started the conversation between you and I off on this fucking app was she had asked me and I quote if I did coke 
on the regular on the side of freeways and or highways. So, you know, my first instinct is I'm not gonna like openly admit to shit, even if I have past history of doing it. No, and the thing was, I had to text him first. Yeah, she texted me first. I was way too shy for this shit. Like, I. Yeah, you're mm, welcome. For sure. So I answered and I was like, no, no, I don't fucking do that. That's funny though, but no, I don't do that. And then we just hit it off from there and we started talking. And, and I called you first. One of the first times she called me was it was me and aborted hanging out. And we were getting fucked up doing our thing, you know, late night shit. Almost like this, but... Um, and then, you know, we just kept talking about our days, about our lives, people we know, you know. And the no, next time you ca- you called about, me again... No, we did not. The first time I ever called you was to ask about how big your ass was. Yes, she asked about my rompus dumper. <laughs> that was the entire conversation. Yeah, wasn't that was literally like the sweet. only conversation. I asked him, how big is your ass? It was her and her friend, and they, they, they wanted no, to know... No, that was the second time. Okay, yeah, first time was how big was my ass individually, and it was me and aborted. The second time I ever got a phone call from her was it was me, you, Endless, and and aborted, and it was all three of us. I don't know if you remember the night. It was, we had a bottle of, I think we had Jack. Do we have Kraken? It, It was Kraken, and we were playing Monopoly. Yeah. Yeah, we were playing Monopoly. And I don't know if you guys remember, but she ended up calling. Yeah, no, that was when we did the podcast. Yeah. No, no, no. No, that was when you guys were in Oregon. This was another time when this we was, got the house. This was before that because her and I were officially dating. Because my friend wanted to call him because she started telling I him. I don't think I was there for that. that we were there for that. We were you playing were... Monopoly. Do you remember that night? I don't, I don't fucking know if you were there. We were playing. Were we out there? We No, we were out there. We were right? in the front room. Yeah. We were playing Monopoly and we got royally fuck, fucked fucked up. I remember but, that. That was not a, that was not a nice phone call either because then my friend kept telling me that she wanted you to bang me. Wow. Yeah, no, oh, you. Weird. She kept tell, her friend kept telling me like, yeah, rearrange your guns, mess up her shit. I was like, uh, we'll chill well, out a little she bit. Chill out a bit. But a little bit after that, we ended up setting up plans, and it was I was ready to go on a date, and I finally hit her with the, hey, when are you gonna let me take you out on a date? I said, God, finally, I hate planning. Because then all the guys that I matched on Tinder, I planned all the dates. Yeah, and I was finally the one that was like... I was like, wow, he's not a coochie. Coochie mama roast beef. Yeah. So then after that, we shut up our dates. And our plan was, she'd asked me if I'd ever been down to the hotel hotels. And I'm not going to lie, I'd never been into a majority of the strip hotels. And I said, God, you dumb. Which so, Just any of them. Like, I've never really gone. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another installment of the Aborted Jesus podcast. Uh, we got our uh, usual two. I'm on the pajamas, a.k.a. Robert, because we ruined it a lot. Yeah. And uh, I'm uh, your local neighborhood cuck, XP Deuces. Yes, I'm free and available. And the for, cucking uh, keeps clucking. Yeah, yeah, a lot of if that. If you're in luck, we're down to cuck. <laughs> yeah, right. You can bounce a quarter off my ass, just saying. He makes Deuce Bigelow look like amateur hour. Um, I think I, anybody can make Deuce Bigelow look like amateur hour. I mean, it's you? Rob Schneider. Yeah, well, I mean... But he was a sweet guy. He was really nice. I mean, if nice. they would have cast... He's a sweet dude, but if they would have casted Danny DeVito... <sighs> oh, my God. David Spade. Oh. It would have been fucking horrible, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So, uh, what's new, gentlemen? We're in uh, the year 2022. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if that New Year's podcast got posted or not, but uh, we did one of those then, talking about resolutions and shit. But I got anxiety know. like halfway through. <laughs> so <laughs> no, I left. New Year saved me. You know, same shit. There's no such thing as resolutions. I feel like we're gonna stay the same pieces of shit at some point. I just felt J and D didn't really care. No, they were kind of just. No, they were just there to vibe. That's fine. My goal is to want to beat the hell out of prior me. Oh, because if you if you I'm right there. With if it. you look at the before you compared to the current you, and you just want to beat the hell out of the before you, I think it means you've grown as a person. I uh, I've been doing that since Honestly, October. I, so I like yeah, it. I think I'd, I'd even <laughs> beat the shit out of like. Present. Fifth grade me. Oh, oh. dude, for sure. <laughs> I, we would I just, just fucking just beat the fuck out of him. Dude, we throw some haymakers on our younger selves. Like, oof. I appreciate him getting me this far. That's all I can say about the past memes. I appreciate them for getting me this far, but it's time I take over the reins, you know? Yeah. Especially because, like, now. We, I got, we got some big things to tackle this year, gentlemen. We got some very big things to tackle. Indeed. Um, focusing on ourselves career-wise, you know? Focusing on the future, I think that's a pretty big deal. Ain't nothing better. No. Yeah. Moving, moving out. Hopes. Moving, moving out. out. Yeah. Moving out. Moving on. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Leaving dust to decay and bitches to rot. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Just like Lois's dad from Family Guy. About time to hit that old dusty trail. <sighs> yep. <laughs> Get the fuck out of a. Back it. Yeah, it's been hell of a. Hell of a last year, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Glad it's over. Needed to be over. <laughs> it's like one of those, I'm glad it's over, but it's just the beginning. Yes. At least Betty White died before the year ended, so we didn't start the year off with Betty White dying, you feel? Yeah, but I yeah. still feel like I drank to her, uh, oh, I almost said drank to her demise. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> drank for the homie? Yeah. Poured one out for the, for the, for the bad bitch, you know? Oh, she was bad bitch. <laughs> I mean... She definitely was the golden girl. She was. Yeah. Definitely. She was taking pipe. <laughs> I think she was laying it, too, though. <laughs> laying pipe. I mean, yeah, like, I think the... if you expected to go and fuck Betty White, you're in the fucking wrong, dude. You, you you're getting fucked by Betty White. She the peg. Just straight pegs. You know, Did she's she got in... the energy. Yeah. yeah I'm sure at some point in her time when she was younger, it was like, I want to get Betty Whited. Like, what are you talking about? I want to get pegged by Betty White. It's like blacked, but... Yeah. Reverse. It's Betty White. I want you to go Betty. You never go. You constantly stay You, you stay white. <laughs> That's a bit racial. When you go Betty, you'll never be ready. Yeah. There you go. When you go Betty, you'll never be ready. I think that would be... Yeah, I think, yeah. That, would be, I think that would work for her. Oh, yeah, definitely. Sure. Because she's probably sitting there like, oh, you're just so sweet. You have no idea what's going to happen tonight. Well, I mean, like, well, no, I don't. I mean, you invited me over here. Oh, you're right. I remember, we have to do this in a past tense context. Buckle up. <laughs> yeah, buckle up. Buckle up, yeah, Buttercup. You're going on a white ride to Christmas Town. There's some sizes on the wall over there. Why don't you go and pick which one you want? <laughs> okay. Whatever suits you. Yeah, that's pretty considerate. <laughs> Whatever tickles your fancy. She'll call you dearie. Just to make you, you know, yeah. all buttered up. Like, but if you, if you pick something too small, she's going to make you feel bad about it. Yeah, she's like, wow, that's how you can take it. Like, really? She goes, in my younger days, we used to take two times this size. Didn't know this was amateur, Alan. <laughs> I'm confused where you think that that's a good size. <laughs> I didn't ask what you think you could take. No, I asked what you think I would want. 
So the reason why I asked you to go and pick a size was because I'm going to tell you what's wrong with that size and why you need to go with a bigger size. <laughs> Betty, that's like ten she, times she's the size got that of what like, I originally picked. That's what I'm talking about. She's got that like sweet older woman charm. She's he's just like, oh dearie, go, <laughs> go bigger, go home. And <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay. I'm sorry, but you can get the fuck out of my house. She just starts mentioning like really famous actors that she slept with. All of them are guys that secretly are into pegging. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Like, you know, I don't know. Ooh. You know, Matthew McConaughey used to hang out with me. <laughs> <laughs> Would you believe Denzel and I were really good friends? Oh, God. Snoop Dogg? Definitely Snoop Dogg. You know he's taking it from the broad. Damn. Or, no, I feel, I feel Snoop would take it better, though, because, you know, he smokes beforehand, he's relaxed. Yeah, that shit. I'm feeling real motherfucking good about myself right now. <laughs> <laughs> me too, dear, me too. And she's just back there Going smiling. to town. Uh, Betty White, the freight train. Yeah. I got that freight train blues. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Bob Dylan and I used to party. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my Eric Clapton, we called him the Clapton. <laughs> the Clapton, Clapton. Oh, George Strait, he never was. Ooh. <laughs> dire Straits, barely. Jesus Christ. Oh, I think she had a long, long lived life. Yeah, definitely. Probably much, very much deserved. Yeah. Especially for what she fucking went through back in the 50s, I think, when her, her show first aired. Believe so. She I mean, you backlash know for the shit, didn't she? Yeah, she was fucking hated across the country for a long time. Well, that's because she was doing something that wasn't accepted at the time by a mass majority of the population, you know, which still needs to be addressed. Yes. Yeah. Hardcore. So, at the end of the day, if you cut me open, I'm gonna look like the other dude over there that's also cut open, mm-hmm. like a skeleton with organs. All I know is we all bleed and breathe mm-hmm. the same shit and breed. Well, some people know. But <laughs> some people should. I mean, there are biracial babies. Interracial? What is it? Interbiracial? Bi would be two, but... Interracial sounds yeah. a bit racist. <laughs> I'm sure. Mixed babies. Mixed babies. There you go. Yeah. Mm. I had a mixed baby. Yeah. He was very... Yeah. He was the goodest boy. Yeah, he was very vanilla mocha-like. Yeah. More white. What do they call that? Macchiato? Khaki. Macchiato is where they pour the espresso right over it, so it's like a fade into white. Well, if we're not talking coffee, we're talking color. You said macchiato? I know. That, I think that's like what they call them. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, Back in the heyday of being extremely racist, that's what they called Hispanic white babies. Oh, Jesus. Mocha baby. Mocha baby, yeah. Damn, take it off. Hmm. You know who I've been recently... Well, I guess she's always been crazy. Hmm. Britney Spears. Oh, well, yeah. She's been crazy since day one. Oh, yeah. But I think Miley Cyrus is full-on psycho. Ugh, I can't stand that fucking bitch. Oh, no. Can't. You know who I think's crazy? Wendy uh, Williams. Who's that? That's a man. That's not even <laughs> a man. <laughs> Didn't she recently go senile? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, because they replaced her on her own show. Recently? Yeah. I never knew that. I think the new chick's name is, like, Trisha. Oh. The chi- the weird white chick that's also crazy that wanted to have, uh, fucking, what's his name? H3H3. 
H3's children. Oh. Yeah. Nobody touch our golden boy H3 H3. Yeah. Yeah, it was a uh, time she's a she's a psycho. Yeah. Canonly. Yeah, I thought I've always thought she was a man. Couldn't stand her. Both of them. I'm, I'm, I'm she was sure super are annoying. <laughs> Plus, she was just a shit talker. She was. She talked a lot of shit she about She talked people. mad shit about so many people, yet she was nowhere near perfect. No. And then it's like, I get it. You could do what you want on your show. You can host your show however you fucking want. But it's like, dude, you don't have to fucking trash talk people on your show. And then it's like half the time people that are in these fucking shows are in the audience. They're like, oh, yeah, she's right. Just because it's dude, they're a fucking fan of these people. Yeah, imagine being a fan of, like, talk show hosts. Like mob mentality in a nutshell, dude. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, wow. I'm going to be attacked by a mob of 40-year-olds that have no meaning in life anymore. Mm. Except you know what I find piece more of shit husbands and it kids. Is even mm. the girls like that go on Steve Harvey show, Yeah, <laughs> I feel like they actually ask him legit questions. And then yeah. it's like you have Wendy Williams, who's a woman, who you'd expect you'd get long, full, and fucking helpful. Like fucking, meaningful conversations. Like Oprah. Yeah. But you don't with Wendy Williams. She just sits there and trashes people that come on her show or people that, like, she makes the show about. Like, skits and shit. It's like, what? Well, what's what's the point of sitting there talking shit about somebody? Well, that's the only way she gets entertainment. That's like, true. That's the only way she gets <coughs> entertainment to people. Otherwise, she's just boring. Because you can imagine. What, what the fuck goes on in her life? I was probably not a lot. Exactly. But if you have nothing interesting in your life to talk about... You start talking about pieces well, yeah, of shit. I, I guess that's something that most most of those people... I mean, it's just like comedy. Most of these people get hated on that are comedians. It's like, do you not understand how they write their shit? Like, you don't understand... Like, wait, you came to a comedy show and you're offended by his comedy. Yeah, it's kind of retarded. Like, you do realize he's a comedian and that's his it's job. It's only acceptable to, to make fun of... thrive off shit that's going on in the fucking world. Yeah, it's only acceptable to make fun of other people, but when it slightly targets me... Then it's an inconvenience, and I don't like it. Yeah, that's retarded. It can't be one-sided. Like, you have to be open to receive criticism. Otherwise, you're yeah. just a fucking hypocritical piece of shit. That's like, why I think, especially like early on in childhood, we should just let kids do their thing. Cause oh, kids, well, not always, but kids will roast the hell out of each other. Well, I mean, that's, that's the part of growing up and being social is yeah. taking upon the the friendship route and being friends with people who you grow in love with and you know see it through like to the end like otherwise you're gonna have these fucking shit friends that always bag you and it's like you think they're your fucking friends you, it's like they're not your friends dude they talk shit about you all the time you're like, hitting close they to even home, say dog. it to you like to your face <laughs> you're, huh? you're hitting close to home brother mm. that was a valued lesson i learned well yeah but i mean everybody goes through that shit you always have that one friend that's a douchebag that everybody fucking hates the asshole friend try five there's well, five of those dickheads. Oh, well, yeah. But, I mean, you know, everybody's a fucking asshole, that's for sure. But yeah. then, I think, too, though, like, a lot of those kids have problems at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they just sit there and bag on other people to make themselves feel better. Well, it's when like, a majority of them are fat and don't have anything going for themselves, yeah, I'd be upset, too. <laughs> um, there's just some of them that have a good life, but they're just shitters. Yeah. Well, I mean... Shitty people in general. Yeah. I used to be that way. I was mom, just mom, cocky yeah, enough dude. to get my ass handed to me, and then I learned a lesson. Fair enough. Yeah. I think a lot of kids nowadays need their asses handed to them. Like, oh, but, you know. What sucks is, like... Mob mentality. You're going to yeah. get called a child abuser. Yeah. And girls definitely never get it. No. No. Especially when they should. Yeah. 
there's some there's some women out there that get away with saying a lot of bad shit or doing a lot of dumbass shit and they well, yeah, they get their fucking wrist hit and that's it. Well, it's because yeah. people feel bad for them, and they need to play this persona that, like, oh, you know, I went last in jail. I can't do this. I can't do that. It's like, but you're okay with committing a crime and, like, saying, like, the dude that you were kicking in with raped you? Like, you just put an innocent man in jail. Like, But you're going to be okay with that? You're okay with that? Like, mm-hmm. you got away with something? Like, and not only that, it's like, you're destroying the trust system for women who actually need that trust. Yeah. I just think that at the end of the day, like, these cases need to be taken a lot more seriously, especially with, like, rape. Because it's not something to laugh about, because, like, a majority of the time it is a false accusation, but at the same time, there's more context behind it, you know? There's way more context behind a lot of these situations that happen. And at the end of the day, if they are lying, they should be allowed to go to jail. But if they aren't lying, you know, the other obviously the guy should go to jail. End of discussion. But... Obviously, lying should be a very big, like, it should be a felony charge, you know? If you put an innocent person in jail because you lied, you should take the sentence that they received. Well, yeah. I mean, what I don't understand, though, either, is, did you hear about what happened in New York? No. Hmm. Armed robbery is considered a felony now. Or no, not a felony, a misdemeanor. Don't know about that one, Chief. No, it's... Like, two days ago, that just happened in New York. No, I'm saying, like, I don't know if that was a smart move. Oh, yeah, no. Well, it's America. What smart move have we ever made? Domestic violence in uh, Vegas, at least, is a misdemeanor for the first two times. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Caught you off guard? Yeah, for a second I was like, was that a good idea? (laughs) Did America go a good route with that one? (laughs) We in- <laughs> yes, we invented the shit. Did Hello. we win that war? I don't know. <laughs> we shouldn't have stopped with two. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> we should have kept the ball rolling. We should see not have given up on going. that bill. Yeah. Let's see how far we could push this. Let's see what happens. Think evolution's going to kick in? Eventually. <laughs> oh, we'll start getting super moons from Fallout. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, I mean, a lot of these kids nowadays that don't get their fucking asses whooped, and then, like, they have... Oh, they they grow up to be pieces of shit. Yeah. They and really they're, do. They're sitting there talking shit to their parents, and it's like, dude, you need your ass hand to, handed to you. It's like, your parents put their hands on them. It's like, oh, he hurt me. He touched me sexually. And it's like, now, now your dad's in prison because you needed your ass handed to you. Clearly, well, you're a bad fucking child. Well, shame on the fucking court systems for not, like, actively looking into it. That's like, true. For just assuming that if a kid cries, like, oh, molestation or, oh, abuse, that it's automatically true. You can't just take somebody for word nowadays, and that shouldn't Mm -hmm. even be a viable way to prove something in court anymore. Like, you should have hard evidence. I mean, okay, yeah, if you have, like, 20, 30 people that have witnessed the scene and been like, yeah, it fucking happened, okay, that might be a different story. But, you know, then again, that also questions mob mentality. Because if, 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 like, a group of people want this guy put away for no fucking reason, and they all agree to it, they can clearly make a false accusation against the person. If they all testify for it, then what do you do? Hmm. You know? Yeah. Honestly, you might not be able to do anything. I mean, at this point, there's so many fucking things going on in the world with... Even the shit that's going on with, like, like the guys and this, you know, the child pornography or even trying to go after a little girl or a little boy. 
And they're like, well, you don't see that much in the women. It's like, no, but the women are having sex with kids in fucking high school. Yeah, it's, like, it's not okay. Oh, and they're trying to make it a whole thing with the map flag. Minor attractive per, like, they're pedophiles. Basically. Yeah, they're trying to justify pedophilia with fucking being part of a LGBT community, which yeah. that alone in itself is actually a toxic community, too. Yeah, 100%. Like, by far, shouldn't be allowed to exist. I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, that's, uh, that's going to be put out of context. Let me take those words back real quick. That's not what I meant. What I meant was is it's they get to sway a lot of the things that happen because, you know, yeah. they just view that anybody that's against, like, that has a different viewpoint from them or a different opinion automatically are, like, racist, sexist, terrible people when oh, in yeah, reality it's not of- true. Dude, it's, it's, you get a lot of influence. When I came out to my uh, brother, like, at one point, like, we were joking around and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And he goes, like, dude, do you realize the power you have now? Like, oh, shit, yeah, things become a hate crime. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it, it, it's terrible because they use that as a manip- manipulation tactic. Oh, like, yeah. if they don't agree with something, they automatically just say, like, no, you're wrong, and you're a piece of shit person, you're racist, sexist, or whatever. Yeah, let's put that. Like, a good example was, though I know not everybody knows about it, there's a game series called Five Nights at Freddy's. And I know, games for babies, don't get me wrong, but a majority of the community that follow that game is part of the LGBTQ community. Uh And the creator, Scott fucking Cawthorn or something like that, he recently had to step down from being the creator of the game because he did something that was against the majority of his fan base's fucking political opinions. Back in the election, he donated money to organizations and people that aligned with his political views which just so happened to be not leftist opinions. It's hard right. And, you know, a lot of people said, well, you're just funding these organizations because they're anti, you know, gay communities. They're anti-fucking LGBTQ communities. Like, you hate us. You, you're a terrible person. Like, fuck you. And in reality, he, was vo- he gave these people money because he thought they were going to do what was right for the country. That was his opinion. And nobody realizes that word, opinion is in itself just what it means it's an opinion there's no fact behind it there's no right or wrong behind it it is what the person who holds said opinion thinks and feels and we're apparently entitled to those opinions so yeah and you know this community takes it upon themselves to say well we're right and you're automatically wrong like well see here's the funny part about opinions there's no such thing as being right or wrong that is why they are opinions because there's no fact behind it Mm-hmm. So you forcing your opinions onto other people is in itself, you know, wrong. So, you know, keep doing that. That's fine. But you're a terrible person in yourself for forcing people to do like that. Like, it has, it goes nothing against you or who you are as a person. It's not forcing you to confine it in, in any way to a certain way or matter. Like, why the fuck are you complaining? Like, I'm not going to take away your fucking feelings and opinions. So why are you taking away other people's? That's fucking stupid. It's not fair. But what's stupid is this whole cancel culture shit that's happening. Yeah, I mean, that... Getting people in trouble, like, the whole Joe Rogan shit. Apparently they're trying to, like, get scientists to say that he's, like, like, saying some fucking foul shit or false information or some shit. It's like, dude... Last time I checked, he he's just talking on his fucking podcast. It's a podcast. Like, dude, if you don't want to listen to it, don't. No. Like, why are you involving yourself in it if you don't like the person? Don't listen to it. Yeah, yeah. it's like take yourself out of that environment. You but see, what makes you me can laugh respect is the person, like, but not agree with them. But what makes me laugh about a lot of the shit that's going on is that having an opinion about somebody that you dislike, 
like the bad baby girl or whoa Vicky. It's like if you hate this person so much, don't look up anything about them. Why do you keep involving yourself with them? You're Correct. giving them something to go about. I hate they're the... They're making money the more you look them up. I mm-hmm. hate that one TikTok chick, <laughs> Bella something. Bella Delphine. No, Delphine. not Belle Delphine. Oh, Bella Porch. Yeah, that chick. I hate her. She got famous off of dumb shit, but yeah, I don't she was look at any of her stuff. A Navy yeah. brat. Yeah. She's fucking cute as shit, but man, I hear she's a fucking cunt in person. Oh, yeah. Like, like, I, I, I can respect looks, but as soon as I see what kind of person they are it's i don't care well at the end of the day i think what it comes down to is this country's forgotten one key principle and that's you need to respect other people but that's the thing is keeping your fucking nose in your business to yourself not minding what's going on with other people this this country is so driven by drama and fucking uh what's that word uh it's just it's driven by yeah but i mean like we're sitting here fucking watching people who are living their life because of the things they got famous for. And, like, you bash on people that you see, like, on... Like, the thing that happened with Travis Scott. Yeah. Like, yeah, what happened to him was, was very fucking well, unfortunate. No, what happened to the family yeah. is very unfortunate. Why he didn't notice it or stop the show prior, it, it should have been dealt with regardless. But that's the thing about certain artists is that they let shit like that happen because they're living up to the hype of, like, wow, I'm on stage. I got all these people who love me and care for me. They don't give a fuck about what's happening in the fucking concert. Yeah. There's multiple people at every fucking show that I've ever been to that's either been beat the fuck up, trampled, stomped, hit by, because they're in a fucking mosh pit. It happens. And half the fucking artists, that's their, that's their gig. They watch these people dance to their music. They're enjoying themselves. They're there to have a good fucking time, whether they're, you're in a mosh pit or not. If you've never been in a mosh pit, don't go to a hardcore show. Right. You know, mm-hmm. keep your fucking ass at home. Why there were kids there, I have no idea, but that should not have been allowed. Mm-hmm. Kids should not have been allowed to go to that concert. I'm sorry. Like, I understand Travis Scott was on Fortnite and shit, and, like, the kids were like, oh, my God, he was on Fortnite, I want to watch him. It's, it's cool and all, but, but I shame on anybody the... for letting kids at that concert. But, I, yeah, and I mean, you're, you're reaping the repercussions of fucking taking your child to a fucking show with a you, bunch of people who I mean, are smoking weed, drinking, fucked exactly. up, Exactly. You know the environment that this guy's concert's going to have, I mean, so why did fucking, you think it was cool to yeah, have a kid Yeah, it's not a there. fucking classical show. No, like, dude, no. you're expecting people to be fucking... It'd be one thing Name if they're dropping insane yeah. shit. This yeah. ain't the opera, son. If there if there was like seats and shit like that, that'd be one thing. But this is a fucking yeah. You had like an auditorium. Movie. This shit's out fucking side. Yeah. Like people are and then the whole COVID thing that's going on right now. It's like, dude, you want us to segregate because of the whole COVID thing, and you're putting all these things through the media that if you take it, you're still gonna get sick. If you don't take it, you're still gonna get sick. If you get the vaccine, you're gonna die. Chances. If you don't get it, you're gonna die. Chances. But then you got all these people who are like, "Well, I'm not gonna take it." Oh, well, what did the, what did, what did Nicki Minaj do? Well, what did Cardi B do? What did, what did Michael B. Jordan do? Did they did what it? their did own opinions were too. They're, yeah, they're still people. They're not yeah. like, dude. Tom and fucking Bert, they both didn't get it. Yeah. Tom's like, "Fuck that! I don't want to get that shit." Do that, man. I mean, they do their thing, and that's the thing is the fact that this is no longer about like people dying and shit like that. It's just become purely political, and that's but bullshit. It's, it's weird how a lot of things now are becoming like the strangest obsessions. It's just all political now, and it's retarded. It's and that's honestly retarded. why I do not care for the fucking news. I will not watch oh. that shit. It's no. fucking well, annoying. You sent me that fucking weird ass clip <laughs> where they were talking about a fucking cat on the news, like. And that was here. Why? Why the fuck do I care about a cat? <laughs> like this is what you guys are gonna put on your internet on the fucking news. Like why? What should? What? Oh my god. Well, I mean, what I hate about the news <clears throat> is like they're so driven, politically driven, 
that they'll get like a certain story that involves like let's say a single mother and a newborn baby and they're driving on the highway she loses control of the car rolls the car crashes into another vehicle flips and both they both pass away and they'll do the condolences to the family and other news there was a cat caught in front of the building of the news station and we're not sure what to fucking name it like there's no sympathy behind what you're talking about about the family that just died like i don't understand that about the news like i would be fucking deeply sorrow like i'm sorry i'm sorry you you, you lost your family member it is unfortunate i hope the family you know mm. comes back from this but unfortunately it's hard because of the time that we live in and nowadays it's like oh we're gonna make all these fucking cars that are supposed to be hands free What's hands-free about driving your fucking vehicle and it telling you put your fucking seatbelt on and yet the vehicle can still move? That vehicle should not move out of fucking park until every seatbelt is clicked in that car. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I was talking to Vicky about it, about how she's like, well, you know, they're going to start putting trackers in cars so if you ever get pulled over, they can shut off your car. I said, that's a good fucking idea. Yeah. I've had a, that idea ever since I was a kid. I chase after idea. somebody when you can just mobilize their car and they it, can't fucking yeah move. here's the problem with that and mindset it's you have nothing to worry about if you're doing nothing wrong exactly like, that's exactly what i said if you're doing nothing wrong why the fuck are they gonna stop you they're not sometimes well we get we gotta admit like there is prejudice in places like yeah I mean, yeah that's that always exists but i mean my thing is i've been around a lot of fucking people and mm-hmm. honestly every single person i've ever met that's ever had trouble with the law or been in trouble with the law just be honest. Mm-hmm. Be fucking honest. Tell them what the fuck you're doing, why you're doing it, where you're at, what's in the car. Nine times out of ten, they'll fucking let you go. Like, mm-hmm. but if you're acting like a prick, your your tags are fucking expired. The car's not insured. Everybody in the vehicle's underage, but you're the only one that's been, you know, drinking or driving or you're high. You got fucking <clears throat> you know, paraphernalia or whose is this? What bag is this? Why is this in this bag? Whose does this bag belong to? It's like, well, I don't know where that came from. Yeah, Clearly, you do. you're going to have fucking issues. You're going to have an issue because they found substance in your vehicle. Like, when I got arrested, they found my bag and they found the pills. I thought mm-hmm. for sure I was going to get in fucking trouble. But they kept asking, well, why are you the only one in the vehicle that doesn't have a fucking record? Because I never gotten in trouble. Yeah, but why are all these ones in trouble? Because they came out of a fucking halfway house and they're trying to get their shit together? Well, whose bag is this? That's my bag. Are you sure? Are you just covering? No, that's my bag. No, that's definitely my the bag. blue Ogeo bag that's in the back? Yeah. You probably found pills in a fucking capsule about this big? Yeah. Yeah, those are mine. Like, I'm not going to fucking lie to you. Yeah. I don't want them to get in trouble. They didn't do anything it's wrong. It's not their fault. Yeah. But yeah, why we got pulled over was fucking stupid. Like, the guy said he couldn't read the license plate because the ball hitch was in the middle. <laughs> where the, the characters are on the left and the numbers are on the right. And the ball hitch is dead center. In the middle of the fucking... The Texas State so emblem. that was why he pulled you over? That's why he pulled us over. That's retarded. Yep. Just we literally were, were leaving my buddy's house to go to my sister's job. <coughs> and shit. That's stupid. Hmm. I'll get some water. I've, I've never been pulled over, so... I mean, it's... But, see, like, when, when Addison never. freaked out... Yeah. Huh? I never have. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's odd. But, like, when Addison got pulled over, she started freaking out. I was like, why are you freaking out? She's like, well, I don't know how I'm going to explain this to my dad. And I was like, did you do something wrong? She was no. Why are you tripping? Have you been and have you been pulled over before? Yeah, three times. So you should be used to this. Yeah. And then like we're sitting there talking about it, and the cop said the only reason why I pulled you over is because your reverse light or your turn signal lights are supposed to be amber, not white. And as I'm telling her that, she tells her dad, he says it's because they're too bright. And I looked at her and I'm like, What? That's not at all what he said. 
He says, because they're white, not bright. They're white. I guess, you know, he freaked out. But I just, you can't be so nervous around cops. Like, no. if you did something, if you made an illegal turn, you didn't use your signal. Own up to you're it. You're going to fucking catch up with you. Own you up know? to it, you know. Just Understand that there's it. things in your vehicle are there for a fucking reason. Specifically, because people like that don't understand. If you don't signal and somebody isn't paying attention, you're causing you're a fucking hit, accident. Yeah. And with these dash cams in vehicles, people get pissed off. It was like, well, well he's got a dash cam. Yeah, because of people like you, because you don't fucking pay attention. And you try, to, you try to get away with it. Yeah, yeah you don't like half the time these people are fucking it. getting in accidents and then leaving yeah. the scene of the crime. Like, okay. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, if, if it's all about honesty in situations like this. If you're just going to be honest, own up to your mistakes, fucking do something, you, you fuck up. And you don't want to deal with the consequences? Well, shame on you. Yeah. Shouldn't like, have been a fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, if you didn't do anything wrong, <laughs> you should have nothing to fucking hide. Right. If there's a reason for their, them stopping you, let them do their fucking job, and you'd be on your fucking way. Like, if you have anything in the car that's paraphernalia-related, it better have your fucking name on it, your prescription, or if it's weed, it better not be out of the fucking bag. You just bought it from the dispensary. It's like, but if you have individual fucking bags that's intent to sell possible distribution if you have a load of fucking money but you're a waiter and yet you have all this tip money you're trying to go put in the bank they're going to see that as a suspicion but if you fucking lie to them like yeah they're going to take it seriously like okay this guy's obviously acting fucking funny like don't don't be that fucking guy that you have a fucking dollar bill rolled up in your fucking wallet and the cop asks you so what's this and you're like oh i don't know dude it's in your wallet it's rolled up the cop is going to bust you and be like what's paraphernalia but like a lot of people just don't understand shit like that. They can't, they can't fathom that if you just don't lie, that you know, you won't get in trouble. But but they do this to us, and they say other shit. It's like yeah, it's because their fucking, job is to fucking. I have a fucking story for that. Other night, I was at work, and I get a fucking phone call on the store, like the location phone, and I'm like, okay, cool. Like usual, I answer the phone. This is you know, this is Steven. Welcome to. Uh, How can I help you? He goes, hey. My name is da 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 da, and if my girlfriend comes in there and asks for me, tell her I've, I've, I'm there. And I'm like, the fuck? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, like, I'm sure your just, girlfriend would just figure out just, if you're there. If my girlfriend comes there, tell her I'm there. I'm like, I'm, no, I'm not gonna do that. Like, I, I don't even know who you are. I, yeah, I don't even know <laughs> who you are. Why am I gonna do that? He's just like, please, just please do that. I'm like, whatever. Lo and behold, girlfriend comes in. She asks me, asks me if this is a thing, if he's been there. I'm like, no, he hasn't been here. He called here and told me to tell you that he's been there. And he said he's at a friend's house. Well, she started freaking out. She's like, this motherfucker trying to get people to lie for him. It's like, all he had to do was go to the gym. All he had to do. Instead, he's going to his piece of shit friend's house and doing shit he's not supposed to. I'm like, it's your dude. It's your man. You decided to put up with this piece of advice if he's gonna lie to you about something like this he's probably been doing it his entire life yep uh piece of advice drop him yeah once a liar always a liar especially at that stage in their life once they're this old they're not gonna stop it's terrible like just that's the problem though like even even the fucking government people in power fucking do this shit they lie to you well that whole thing that they were talking about with the bill passing with the whole vaccination shit um, I can't remember the guy's name, but he freaked out on Kamala Harris. And he's like, dude, like, you're taking away these people's livelihood. Like, they want to be able to go out and fucking breathe without knowing that 
if they want to go to a restaurant, they have to present a fucking a valid card that says they've been vaccinated. Like, dude, that's fucked up. Well, what pisses me off is that they're trying to force it on the pilots, dude. Yeah, did I you hear got... what happened with Delta? Yeah, somebody who's taking fucking like screwed. like like eight nine years of fucking flight training, compared to somebody now who can just go and do two months of training become a fucking pilot. Jeez. Those yeah, Delta pilots are taking a great fucking offense idea. to that shit, dude. I would too. That's a great. That's a terrible fucking idea. But I mean, look at the advances that we've had in technology to where you can have a fucking flight simulator at your house and yeah. learn how to fly. That's great, but there's a lot more technical things and decision making that goes into flights. Oh yeah. So why why should I feel comfortable knowing but that somebody that's, that has two months of training? That's what makes me laugh about oil. people when they freak out when you're in the sky. Like if you realize we are thirty five thousand feet above the ground, if you're freaking out, you clearly have no idea how this is going to end up. Like if we crash, <laughs> we're all gonna die. <laughs> that's why the crash position is leaning your head forward to break your neck, so you don't have to suffer. Yep. It's dark, but, like, that's reality. Like I'm fucking sitting there watching all this shit. If, if, you, if you knew this shit was going to happen, why the fuck did you take a flight? But, see, that's the thing. You can't take chances no matter where you go because shit's going to fucking happen. Like, you can't expect your entire life to go without a single problem. No, it's not going to be fucking smooth sailing. Like, dude, you're, you're, you're taking chances of flying in a giant metal fucking tube with people who are either insanely fucking crazy drunk and high or extremely tired and just wanting to fucking go home but then you got these assholes who fucking act like douchebags on the plane and it's like we can't enjoy shit like this because we have people like this that just act like douchebags like no wonder we can't have anything fucking nice no wonder this country's going to shit because everybody takes things for fucking granted i should have said granite granite well everybody feels everybody feels like it's their right to to feel a certain way and that their way is the right way and nobody else can be right but them but I mean, it it does come to a point where, like, if you are a customer in the con- in the country, and the restaurant does something that you don't like, let's say they they cook your meal a certain way and you don't like it, like, no, you have the right as yeah. the customer I mean, to say, I would like this cooked a specific well, way. That's a bit different though, because in that instance, like, it's the restaurant's job to give you what you but want. But it is pay the, for. But it. is it is as a customer to be calm about it yes they can't Not be asked the, yeah because like you're creating a fucking scene because at that point you're just like oh well i'm this and i do this and i'm this and i have this it's like, right okay at the end I, of the day, I don't that, care i'm a fucking you know like I, I work here for a living like this is my job i'm sorry they made it this way i don't know why you're freaking out on me i didn't cook your fucking food yeah i mean i don't care <laughs> like do you see who the fuck we have working back there uh-huh. i'm surprised half the people that work back there even have a fucking job like I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm hundred and sixty thousand dollars in fucking school debt, and I'm surprised that I'm still fucking here. You know, like these kids, these kids nowadays, they don't understand. Like, a lot of shit's not fucking handed to you anymore. A lot of shit's not fair. But Life is not in itself no, fair. So you, you think you get the right that, to have like, this? Dude, and you always you have deserve it. to get your fucking ass beat. Like, if you ever think that that like, life is just gonna hand you Bar shit, fucking no. you you deserve to get your ass kicked. And it's sad, too, because a lot of these kids have siblings that grew up, like, different. Like, say somebody who's got, like, three other siblings that are all over 18, and you're the youngest. You're, like, 9, 10 years old. You get everything handed to you. Well, I mean, you're the baby, though. You're the last one born, and your parents are obviously going to coddle you, so why not? But, I mean, (laughs) if your parents are looking at retiring, and let's say they retire at, like, 50 or 60, and you're the last one. You're 9, 10 years old. Other brothers and sisters are out fucking in college or... You know families and kids and shit so yeah you're gonna get coddled but at the same time 
you're also going to see what mistakes they made, and you're going to hear about the mistakes they made. So you have an advantage. <clears throat> you have an advantage of not getting fucking caught. But if you're just a douchebag and you don't understand, like, yeah, there are fucking circumstances you're going to have to deal with if you get caught. You know, yeah. like, it's not easy being a fucking kid sometimes because there are kids that do get treated like shit. But, I mean, you have your entire life ahead of you. So why waste it? Why waste it? Why waste it on being a fucking piece of shit yeah, asshole? Like, you dude. Could be, if you start at the, like, immediately, like, right away, especially when you're in high school, like, you're, you're a senior, and you start right then and there, <clears> and just take charge of your own life and push forward. I mean, like, if you're you going to be so an, far off. If you have an idea of what you want to do with your life, but you also see, like, the people around you that are growing. But something I heard a couple days ago... Um, what is it uh closing the gap and where it's like you're here and you're just your success is growing and growing and growing and growing and growing and then at one point in your life if something happens and you come back down to this area you're closing the gap between you and your friends if you're the type of person that just grows and grows and grows and grows and grows you're not going to do anything for the people under you if they're not motivated to do anything they're not going to do anything with their life but if they eventually grow up to be where you're at they're closing the gap for themselves, not yeah. for you. Yeah. You know, you, you're taking a chance at it. But see, a lot of these kids nowadays, even these rappers, like, they don't understand when you sign a record deal for $10 million, you don't get any money. You owe that record company $10, 10 million, million fucking dollars. So some of these kids are getting fucked. So you put on your own fucking record label. They're expected to make enough profit to where it covers that $10 million record deal to where, okay... You make so much that that ten million is instantly paid off, and that's your profit. But if you don't make that ten million, you owe them. But that's why they call it success. You have to fucking work hard at shit. You can't just expect things to be fucking. Yeah, they they see everybody else succeed, and they think, well, that must have been easy. But in reality, success is not easy. No, and a lot that's a lot of the times that's why most of the people that are fucking in business are businessmen. Look at Mm -hmm. Trump. I mean, I started all this. All by myself with an eight million dollar loan from my father. Small like, ten million dollars. <laughs> like to him, a lot of this shit's fucking chunk change. But I mean, to the average person, he's 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 a fucking businessman. Like yeah. that's his job is to run a business, and yeah. he's been doing it for how fucking long? Think about it. The reason why people get success are a majority of the time they probably went to school for this shit. Like there's a thing called business school. A lot of people go there. But, I mean, it's also, like, applying yourself. If that's something you want, if you work hard enough, eventually it'll fall on your fucking hands. But there'll be somebody who looks after you that is like, I just want to see this kid grow, watch his success grow. Once he hits that certain point, I'm giving him a call. But I think that's the benefit of not being an asshole and putting yourself out there. You just constantly seclude yourself with people that you really don't know, but you have the chance to actually talk to them, but you don't take the chance when they call or if they actually need you. You're never going to have that in your life. You're never going to have that one person that's just like, you know, if you ever called, that job was there for you. Bug me sometimes. Do this. Do that. Try these things. Try that. If you want to get into a business, buy, buy a small fucking business. Buy a car wash. Buy a laundromat. Start small. Work your way big. Eventually, people will start to see your success. And Shit. it's just like, hey, you, you want to be a part of our club? You know, you seem like There's you know a bunch of different ways to earn money in today's society. But, you know, if you want to see money... Like, do shit passively. There's something called passive income. Buying a fucking vending machine, for example. You own that vending machine. You're in charge of putting the shit in there and making the profit off of whatever you put in there. Yeah, you, what passive income you make you make money on, right? What's yeah, the other one? Passive and not passive. Well, the other one's like uh, earned income or some shit. Earned something. Well, but there's semi-passive, there's passive, and then there's, like, obviously the one that isn't passive. <laughs> semi-passive is 
my fault. It's actually vending Active machines. income? Yeah, active income is the, the way of, like, you know, you work for it. Yeah. Semi-passive is shit, like, vending machines and car washes, like, you still have to put labor and shit into it, but it's... Well, yeah, you know, yeah, you, it's the money that you earn is not a direct result of your labor. But, I mean, it is a thing, though, too, with working your ass off to build your company to a point where if you can trust somebody to work for you... And then they build themselves up, and you're like, okay, you've been with me for a couple of years. I trust you. How about you become a foreman? Why don't you find some guys that you can hire to get you on a squad so you can start building yourself up in the company? Right. And then eventually, where you're the running, you're the owner of the company, and you're at home and watching three, four fucking guys run your your company without having to fucking lift a finger. Right. Like that's what happened with fucking, uh, you know, Sergio's stepdad had a fucking company. Wanted Sergio to jump in and start fucking taking the reins of the place. And he's like, well, I don't want to, you know, start doing sales until I know what the fuck I'm selling. Okay, that's fine. Learn the ranks. Figure out how to fucking go through this shit. How to, how to lay a roof. And he did. And then he fucked up because he didn't want to work with Oscar. He didn't give a shit. Right. He wanted to fucking do his own thing and just be at the house and never be around. I'm like, dude, do you not realize how much money you can make as fucking sales? Like, yeah. Oscar makes 320 maybe almost six figures a year. More than that. And he wanted Sergio to run the fucking company from the house. He'd have to sit on his ass. He didn't have to go Sit on his ass. Keep tracking numbers and shit. Yeah, go to houses. Make sure your fucking schedule's right. Make sure the guys are getting materials. But that's the thing, is finding people you can fucking trust to fucking run your company. Yeah. I mean, mean, if you have these sleazy douchebags, you're not going to get very fucking far. And it's sad to say, because it happens to a lot of fucking people. But then you got these people who are too good to fucking be true, and now look at them. Lo and behold, they get sold short. Yeah, or they get cut out of their fucking funds because they trusted somebody to run their company and they fucking tanked them. You know? Yeah. It's it's the unfortunate part about reality is nothing's guaranteed. And rule number one of living is you can't trust everybody. It's unfortunate, but that's the world. You know, people aren't trustworthy. If they know they can get something better out of an, a situation, and if it means fucking you over, they're gonna fuck you over. Well, yeah, even if you just keep giving and giving and giving, you're never gonna get anything back. Then eventually they're gonna realize, oh, we can just run him dry. Yeah. Run the company dry. Yeah. Milk their pockets. Mm-hmm. But, I mean. So I wanna work for myself. <laughs> I wanna make <clears throat> my own income because of people finding something in me, and they choose to support me. Yeah. That's nice. I give them my artistic capabilities, and they receive, you know, shit. I, I receive financial compensation through just them watching. That's the hardest thing. But, about. I mean, it's also like finding something you love to do. Yeah, I mean, obviously, a good thing to think about is, like, if you're not happy where you work, you're not going to have a good time. Like, sure, you could be making, like, a hundred grand or whatever. I mean, at that point, yes. Are you going to stay there? Probably. That's good money. But if you're not happy, it's just going to make everything harder. If you're happy at your job and making that much money, shit. I mean, if you're able to put yourself out there and build up your company a little bit faster by just doing small things like, you know, uh, what is it, catering, fucking, um, what's that one? Where you're like, you give to the people and give back to the community. Charity. Charity. Yeah, it's charity. Yeah, being like, like part of charity. You know, people start to realize that and they're like, wow, this guy's actually really cool. He's about the community. He's about the people. It would be nice to, like, start a business on, on, like, the side. One thing I want to do would be cool is just shirts. Yeah, clothing would be cool. Clothing is really easy to do, especially, like, 
it's not hard to make uh make shirts it's really not like you just you have to make your um custom like prints which are like pre-cut and all you have to do for that is get like i think resin and then you make a mold essentially and then mm. you just get like black ink or whatever color ink and you just kind of press it down onto the shirt and then you're good to go easy peasy it's pretty cheap because after you pay well, not like cheap but it's per it pays itself back especially if you create a unique style of clothing that people like let's say you buy a fucking 10 pack of fucking white t-shirts for 20 bucks at walmart sell each t-shirt at five bucks you make a profit there you know it's about turning something you like, like your art, your whatever you're able to give to people, and turning it into something that can pay for your future, you know? Mm -hmm. I'd and like being that. Prepared it would be for fun. The worse, though. You yeah. Know? I mean, obviously, that's what life is about, is being prepared, but like, it'd be nice. Taking you know? risks, taking chances, watching what you're doing, making sure you're not stepping on anybody's toes, mm -hmm. manage your funds care for your company don't put don't put your company at risk you know because otherwise you're gonna have to owe all that fucking money back and mm -hmm. at any point if you try to get it alone nobody's gonna trust you what bank will fucking trust you for another loan right so, well, one thing i thought was really cool is well not really cool just interesting is the fact like i'll look at like individuals who have their own clothing company who do all their work by themselves they don't have anybody working with them printing press and everything at their house yep. doing the designs yeah there's a guy that i follow and his, his clothing is just ridiculously expensive like his whole thing is he came up with the idea of like, okay, I'm going to print clothes and shit like that. And what I'm going to do is each one is unique. There will only be like a few prints of each shirt in every design. Once it's sold out, it's gone. It's gone entirely. It's gone. Yeah. Completely gone and then starts fresh. That's cool. But when they're selling shit for fucking $380. Yeah. For a like, fucking doormat. Like Maxi dude, his gloves, 250 his jacket's $60, $80. Like I, I like, can't justify that. I can't. But I mean, that's that's how most of them start. You know, they make their money. Their clothing is it's expensive for them to make. You know, and then right, but it's not two hundred eighty dollars expensive. No, no. But I mean, it's depending like, on okay, quality, maybe like twenty five, thirty to fucking make, and then they just want to make raw profit. That's cool and all, but like, bruh, come on now. I could buy a white t shirt for fucking five dollars at Walmart. What's making yours fucking cool? No. It's got your logo on it. Cool. I can fucking make your logo, print it onto my own white t shirts, and I have my own clothing for you. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not gonna sell it. I'm not a piece of shit. I'm not gonna try and sell my fucking shit uh, with your logo. That's retarded. Yeah, and that's illegal. That's a copyright. Yeah. yeah, illegal. Okay, I'm not gonna fucking do that. But like, what's stopping me? If you're gonna sell your clothing for fucking two hundred, three hundred dollars, fuck you. I'm not paying that. But I mean, it's you're as easy as even mind. taking like their, their. Because I did that with my, um, I can't wait to die shirt. Yeah. Because they sold out. Fucking Bayard's Murder sold out of that shirt literally within like two days. And I wanted one. Yeah. And I fucking found a company that had that design and I just put it on a black t shirt, printed it, and sent it to my house. Right. 20 bucks. Right. You know? And it's never failed me. That fucking shirt's still mint. And that's okay. You didn't resell it. <clears throat> no, and, and I, you only made one. And nobody where I was at fucking knew who the fucking name was. So. No, but like at the end of the day, you didn't do anything wrong. But who who's going to know? You know? Like, who's going to know that I fucking took their print and put it on a different shirt? Nobody. Anybody <clears throat> listen to this? I mean, there's some people that listen to the band, but... Right, but they don't know what his shirt looks like. <laughs> they can't see the shirt. <laughs> but at the end, like, it's just... There's, there's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot of decision-making. But, like, 
the end of the day, if you put in a lot of hard work and effort, you're gonna see growth. You're gonna see a future out of it if you just stick with it and commit. Hard work will always pay off no matter what, unless you're just working at something you know won't change. But that's what 2022 is gonna be dedicated to, boys. We work hard. Work very hard at at, at building a future. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about the future. Yeah, yeah. man. The future. The future. Yeah. Yeah, who knows, boys? Uh, you know, life has its ups and downs. <clears throat> it just depends on how you ride the coaster. Mm-hmm. How you ride the guy named Life? Yeah. Yeah. I'm giving him quite the time. <laughs> I'm good thinks he's fucking me. <laughs> Boy, is he wrong. You darn fool. I'm cupping his balls. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm cradling them. Oh, yeah. This is an amateur hour. <sighs> Life is going to... <sighs> just... Explode like a volcano. God, it feels good when it does. <laughs> what's the tr- What's the secret to staying motivated? Because I found myself having the hardest time. Um, you, you just goal. have to fucking fight yourself, dude. You have to yeah. fight yourself to get up and do something. You can't trust motivational videos or any shit like that. No, you, you, you can't. Not. You can't like. I wouldn't want to anyway. If I'm gonna be motivated, yeah. I'd rather it come from my own hands. Well, yeah, and that's honestly, it's the key to fucking success is just doing it. You gotta get angry. I found myself having to tell myself that so much. It's just, just fucking do it. Stop talking about doing it and just do it. Stop talking about it. Just do it. Because the more and more you talk about it, the more likely it's not going to fucking happen. Well, I mean, the more you talk about it, the more time you're seeing pass. Go, go wasted, yeah. And it's like, okay, you put forth the effort to do it. Now that you're doing it, keep doing it. Yeah, don't stop now. Why, why fucking sit and talk about it when you can just keep going? Like, you're only hurting yourself if mm-hmm. you stop. And then, like, there's a guy that I follow that does, um, uh, you know those fucking... Star scope thingies that like change kaleidoscopes. Kaleidoscopes. Class? kaleidoscopes. Oh, kaleidoscopes. So he he makes them <clears throat> like like for his company or whatever. Mm. And he's like he's like recently he's like you know I, I'm jumping off of TikTok. I can't be in TikTok anymore. He goes the way my life's going. I just I'm so fucking like busy and I really don't have time for myself that I think I'm just gonna take time away from social media, focus on the orders of the customers, and get my life back. You know he's like I, I hate that I feel the way I do. I don't have time for myself. I hate that I'm not present when I want to be. And a lot of the time I just seek fucking like dark rooms and quiet noise because I just can't be around, can't bear to be around people. And he's like, and I hate that I can't give myself fully to people when I'm actually hanging out with them because I'm just drifting off my own fucking world. And he's like, and it's sad because I really enjoy the people I'm with, but I'm just not myself. Right. And I really do think a lot of people just need to take time for themselves. Yeah. Don't don't always give yourself to other fucking people because even when you want them there, they may not have time for you. You right. know. Right. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I I can see that. I guess in my instance, I feel as though like I'm very inconsistent. Like I don't know what happens, but like I'll be good, really good for like a week, maybe two weeks, and then all of a sudden something happens and it just fucking knocks my ass off and then I, it takes so much to get me back on that horse 
I mean, it does suck though too when you really want to be somewhere else than where you're at, but you lose track of what you actually want because you're just so fucking confused as to why you're not where you want to be. Yeah. You're it's wasting just, time of being where you're at when you could just really make the best of what you have. It's true that the environment kind of controls what you do. Oh well, yeah, you I are mean, a product of your environment, but I mean well, that's on the top thing of that of growing out of it and eventually realizing there's other better things and you can do that if yeah. you just do it. That's yeah. what sucks about the kids nowadays. They're just like, well, I'm gonna get it when I when I want it, not not when it's you know convenient for me. You know, I if I want it, I want it now. Like, okay, good, you have that mentality, but You're it's not, not gonna come to you. Yeah. It's not just gonna fall in your fucking hands. You have to work for it. Right. Well, my parents will just pay for it. My daddy will take care of it. When do you think your dad's going to take care of something that you just fucking... You're, you're destroying his bank account. Like, when Addison was telling me about her fucking car, I was like, you know, eventually if your car keeps having problems and you're not mentioning this shit to him and you keep letting it curtail, your car's not going to run very long. You need to mention these things. Well, if it's a big bill like this, how do I tell him? You tell him regardless. Yeah, tell him straight up, dude. You have to be honest with him. I said, because at this point, your parents are going to realize that your car is a money pit and you are a money pit. They can't trust you if you're not going to be taking care of your car. They're not going to take it from you. It's your only means of conveyance. But if you're not taking care of your car, they're going to get rid of it. Right. Or they'll get you something else that's much shittier. Or they'll get you a brand new fucking car and then you have this really expensive bill. And then when something does break, it's way more expensive than what you anticipated. So I don't mm-hmm. understand. Like, you can have nice things, but you have to take care of them. Yeah. You can't expect these things to just fucking work all the time. There's two things that go Things have a life. Yeah, there's two things that go into owning a car. It's being able to afford it and then being able to support it. Yeah. You know? Because obviously if you can afford the car, that's great. You can make payments and shit like that. But affording it also comes down to being able to handle when it fucks up. Because a car is not going to perfectly work all the time. There's 100% chance it is going to break on you. But I mean, noticing the problem, realizing, okay, it makes this noise, it does this, but actually explaining what you're feeling to people, other than, well, it makes this sound. Well, what sound does it make? It's like a well, when does it start? Well, a little bit after I have it up, warmed up, when you're driving, when you're sitting, it's usually when I'm driving. Okay, we'll take a look at it. Start it, drive it. Yeah, that's the sound that I heard. Sounds pretty reasonable, sounds like an easy fix. But if you're just like, well, does this, like, you know, every now and again, the noise it makes, I can't really, you know, I can't really tell you the noise it makes. And then we drive it, it's like, it's making all kinds of fucking noises. Like, which noise are you specific about? Yeah. The one that's clunking, the one that's grinding, or the one that's banging? None of them are good. No. And then you tell them how much it is, it's like, I, I just bought this car. That's, there's that's there's why. plates on your car, though. You didn't just buy this car. You've had this car for a couple months. There's plates months. on the car. You own the car. Well, I didn't know it was going to be this expensive. Then why did you fucking buy it? Why did you buy something that's a 2015 with so many thousands of miles on it? You didn't expect it. You're you're just buying it because of the name. Well, we got people that bought Mercedes or Audis. You bought it because of the name, didn't you? You didn't buy it because of the car. You didn't do any research. You just saw that we had it and you really wanted it. You said, ooh, Mercedes, this is supposed to be fancy. Yeah, I want a CLA 250 that's got 78,000 miles on it and it's nowhere near good. I'll buy it immediately. God, I really need to do maintenance on my car. Yeah, did you ever figure out why the check engine lights on? No. I went to Detroit and then I forgot about it. Oh my god. <laughs> I know. That's an example of the wrong thing to do, I ladies know, and gentlemen. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, the... the thing is, too, is like if you're not driving your vehicle all the fucking time, 
you can get to certain maintenance problems pretty easily. Yeah, if it lays dormant, there's going to be issues that occur. Yeah. I don't think it's too serious, but it's still like... Well, no, your car, your car was running pretty fine. Yeah. I didn't notice any issues. It could be something that's pretty easy to fix. It don't matter. Could be. I mean, it but don't let it fester because if you let it fester, it's it could, you know, yeah, diverge into something much worse. That is a fool's move. Correct. Oh, it's gonna be a grind. But I did prove to myself that it's not uh, not too difficult to stay motivated. Yeah. I uh, I partook in uh, sober October this past year. Yeah. That was a uh, <clears throat> pretty. Pretty good time. Fun time. We definitely didn't. <laughs> I did. We did that sober November. Yeah, we did sober November. Yeah. I had nobody here for me, so I was kind of like, well, fuck, I can't do anything fun. Yeah. So, I partook. I was in a different state with really good people, so. Yeah, you were busy. It was kind of hard to stay sober. Well, obviously. You have an excuse. <laughs> Me. Well, not even an excuse. It's just like I like to have fun. Yeah, you know, I'm around good people. And, you know, you want to do something fun? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Go over there and drink on the dock. So oh, yeah, that is nice. nice. <laughs> that is nice. <laughs> I was really proud of myself. I took back on my uh, physical health. That was really nice. Yeah. It's a good feeling. Well, do you guys want to do another one? Because it's about to end in about two minutes. I'm done. We keep talking. We will. We'll run to the garage and we'll smoke a cigarette real quick. I'm down. Slight intermission, intermission ladies and gentlemen. Intermission. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Back, we'll back, back. Stay tuned.